No, I was going to bring up a thing. Okay, please do. That you mentioned. No, you didn't mention it, but it just made me think of <laughs> this thing. It's based on something good, you said. That, speaking of things you didn't say. Um, <laughs> well, the thing is... Apricot you, jam. You did sort of bring it up, but, okay. but uh, it was more along the lines of... Uh, oh, no, I guess I brought it up. Oh, my God. That's an often Oh, my God. Listen, save a little senility for when we get a little older. Um, oh, brother. Have you ever seen... This is totally unrelated to what I was going to talk no about. No shit. <laughs> Has, I'm s- really sorry I brought it up when I didn't. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. And uh, it's uh, nice that you joined us again today. This is a... Uh, been uh, Oh, oh, my cat just came in. <laughs> Cat's got an issue. Uh, it's nice that you joined us as well, uh, Cohen. Good to see you. Uh, we call him Cohen. We sometimes call him Coco. Uh, lately, we've uh, taken to call him Colin as well. Oh, Colin. Bit. I like Colin a little bit. Sure. I'm trying to work work my way around to that. It's full of complaints right now. Uh, thinks uh, I should be paying attention to him and not doing another podcast. I okay. I did one. He yeah. tolerated that. Yeah. Uh, realizes there's not food or anything interesting in here and now he's leaving. Anyway, back to you, uh, gentle audience. Hello. Uh, this is episode 406 of our uh, podcast. We're doing them in numerical order. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We were doing them backwards, though. There used to be a comic book called Stray Bullets, and it yes, would... David Lapham. That's right, and he, and he would do uh, them in, in random order. Oh, is that and right? And you would, like, later on, you could kind of put them all together. Yeah, really? So it would be like, you know, uh, one and then one would be in the future, and they would uh, number them as such that oh. they were, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I I think around issue twenty five, I went like I think I'm done, but it was all very well done up until that point. Yeah, yeah, up to that point, and then it went downhill. Do you mean, or you just stopped reading it, so you have no idea what point it carried on? Oh, from? I don't know. That's a good point. I think I just stopped reading it. Yeah, mm. what would be fun to do is to look up comics that uh, just stopped. Yeah, like uh, like a, a Rick Veitch tyrant. Or a Chester Brown underwater. That was a Steve Bissett tyrant. Steve Bissett, I apologize. Rick Veitch had a oh, was rare bit rare dreams bit of a rare bit fiend. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, take those comics that were unfinished. Yeah. That the uh, creator just went. I think I'm done. <laughs> and uh, hand write, them off to someone and, else. And write the next couple issues yourself and see what you can do. So would you try and find a way to to bring it to a close? Hmm. Like, are you looking for an ending, or are you just looking for a continuation? That's a good point. Okay. Well, in 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 these cases, these were all going to be stories, or at least Tyrant and uh, and Underwater were definitely going to be like much longer stories. Underwater is a good example of that. that. that Chester Brown's Underwater, and yeah. definitely Tyrant. It was going to be the life of a dinosaur mm-hmm. from uh, its being an egg. Yeah. And I think the first issue ends with the egg being laid. Okay. And uh, then just decided not to do it, and that was the, so, the end of that. Well, if I was going to write the next issue, I would just have a meteorite drop down into the. <laughs> Middle of the whole thing, and a huge plume of ash can go up into the air, and then right, and then we'll start. Ugh, meteorites! <laughs> what a bunch of jerks! <laughs> am, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Poor, poor dinosaurs. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't have any idea what that was all about. Yeah, they, they're just going about their dino business, and and then uh, that happens, and you get all extinct and shit. That wasn't their fault. Poor guys. I mean, I'm glad that we took over. Look, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm glad there isn't a T-Rex in my backyard. For sure, they can't. You can't house train them. No, there wasn't houses back then. No, that's right. 
that's part of the problem. Yeah. You couldn't host train them, but there's no houses. Even if you went back in time with the intention of host training them, no luck. One thing whenever you see the Jurassic Park movies, the T-Rex mm-hmm. always seems uh, well adjusted to all of our nonsense, no matter what. Like, yeah. even if you take them to the suburbs. Yeah. Uh, T-Rex isn't going... They get confused? Yeah, they're not like, hey, what's this all about? They're yeah. like, no, nah, I get it. Yeah. All right, this is how this goes. Mm. And uh, they just you know, wander around and they th- deal with stuff. They adapt quite well. Question? Yeah. Do they take them to a, a suburb? Uh, Jurassic Park 2. Oh. They, I haven't, uh, seen, they I haven't go, seen any yeah, the, of the subsequent films. The T-Rex is like wandering around, I think, in a suburb, eats a okay. dog. And everyone okay. went, no, oh, you don't have them eat a dog. We don't want that. Yeah. See the empty doghouse? No one likes that. And it's like, uh, they did that with Jaws, and everyone was like, ah, well, you gotta have meet a dog. Just eat a kid. We're fine with that. We don't want to meet a dog. See the little stick floating around? That's boo. That's the point where you really don't like the shark anymore, and you're like, get him. (laughs) That shark's a dog eater. We gotta gotta get rid of that shark. No. By the way, if you want to hear us talk more about Jaws, we uh, just did on an episode of uh, Fans Yeah, we covered Moonraker. our other podcast. We did the movie Moonraker. Yeah, we talked about Moonraker and uh, Jaws and the character growth of Jaws from, yeah. uh, what was the previous movie? Spy Who Loved Me. There you go. Or is it Free Eyes Only? Why not Why not all of them? Sure. Maybe Jaws is in the background of something else. <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg. Yes, sir. Direct. Well, here's the thing. Steven Spielberg was probably given the opportunity to direct Jaws 2, would you say? Or would he think that he'd moved on by that point? That they were, the studio wouldn't even approach him with it? I don't know. Well, when did Jaws two come out? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. These you. are these are questions we uh, well, could look up. But that's we don't. fine. Who cares? So, but I'm it, sure if he wanted to direct Jaws two, they would let him yeah, direct yeah. Jaws two. But I think at that time it would, would have been uncool within director circles to, Has to do he a ever sequel. Directed a sequel? Yeah, the Jurassic Park sequel. He didn't direct Jurassic Park two, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna look it up. I am. I'm pretty sure. All right. I'm not gonna swear to it, but no, I'm gonna. No, I'm glad that you. But I'm gonna swear to it. Okay, that's fine. You can Fuck. swear what you want. There you go. I don't, oh, well, my cat has I don't really opinion. like to swear very much. You don't much, think but... that uh, he did? All right, fair enough. Okay, I understand. All right, I'm looking up Jurassic Park 2. Okay. Vamp. You, oh, okay. Uh, everyone, just so you know, I'm just going to do a little plug before we start our show proper. Uh, the latest episode of Sneaky Dragon Listening Party has just dropped this this morning. Uh, this is Thursday that we're recording the show, of course. And uh, if you're interested in hearing it, We'd be glad that for you to listen. And this week, we did a little twist on uh, on our normal format. And uh, we have Mary presenting a playlist of her own choosing this this week and next week as well. So so come on by. Drop by the uh, listening party uh, rumpus room. We've got some chairs set up for you. You're welcome to come on by. And we'll, we often serve beverages. So, uh, yeah, come on by. Lovely. Uh, yes, he did direct Jurassic Park 2. That is a surprise. Yeah, I thought so too when I, when I learned that because... Like, I would feel like for in the 70s, I mean, obviously, he did the Indiana Jones ones as well. So those are sequels. Well, Jaws 2 came out in 78. Okay. It was directed by Gino Swartz. Oh, oh Gino, Gino Swartz. Okay. Yeah. Swark. Swark or something like that. Yeah. 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 S-Z-W-A-R-C. What a great Scrabble word that is. <laughs> if only you could use proper names. Holy moly. Uh, nice. If you could get that, like, in a row with something else, that'd be really good. Yeah. Wow. Holy duty. Yeah, the big problem with Jaws 2, we just watched a little bit of it the other mm-hmm. night. Um, Roy Scheider's... Uh, Scheider? Scheider? Roy Scheider, Scheider yeah. Scheider, yeah. Uh, short shorts. Sorry? Short shorts. He you wear short shorts? Short shorts. That's his biggest problem? Oh, you yes. Know, you know what the movie's biggest problem is? No. Rhymes short. with poo. Okay. That's... Because if you name a movie like that... 
Jaws 2 rhymes with poo? You're just going to end up with, you know, Jaws 2, bunch of poo. Okay, fair enough. Uh, But uh, honestly, I got to get back to these shorts. (laughs) Okay. They are distracting. Yeah? They're too short for uh, for a gentleman. Of his his age? Of his whatever. Mm. Uh, And then there's all these shots that are low and you're looking right up the shorts. Mm. And just like... No. Yeah. This is like this is like the times dad wears a robe and you know no <laughs> underpants and he's watching TV and it's just like put on some damn pants. Like just awful. But yeah, it, it honestly there's some shots that you're just like, "Ugh. I can see all the great white." No, thank you. No, thank you. I can see all that jazz. That I do not need this. <laughs> he wasn't all that jazz. I know that was the joke. That's good. I like it. Thanks. That's good. Um, yeah, he, he's a, Roy Scheider's a, I don't know, I find him a sort of an interesting actor just because he, he had a, str- a strange fame is what I'll call it. How so? He just was for, more famous than he should have been in my opinion. Well, I mean, you know, you, you end up starring in like one of the biggest movies yeah. ever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're a very grounded actor back then. It was the seventies. You could have, you know, bless his face. It's fine to have that face, mm-hmm. but that's not a face that would like you know, be the lead in a movie today. No, no, not at all. But back then, you could have a face. You could be a Gene Hackman face, and you'd be fine. Yeah. A sex symbol back then was Dustin Hoffman. A sex symbol. I don't know. Dustin Hoffman. You can say that. I just don't believe it. Yeah. A Richard Dreyfuss would be the romantic lead in your movie. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's what what you'd go with. Although it's a comedy, so that's forgivable. Like Goodbye Girl you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I know it doesn't seem like a comedy. You haven't ever laughed at it. (laughs) But it is considered a comedy. Okay. Uh, and I guess the same with Dustin Hoffman. He's kind of a... But I mean, yeah, it's weird. Dustin Hoffman's weird. He's like, he's just weird. You could have a movie and you could have yeah. like Walter Matthau in it and he could date a lady and you'd go, yeah. <laughs> that could happen. That could happen, right? Yeah, yeah. That is odd. Right? Sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, and, and again, people, look, I'm not look shaming anybody. Uh, it's, it's it's fine. fine. Well, listen, it's we're not fine. condemning it's just like, you. This thing you're interesting. This is a motion picture. Like, yeah. we went from, you know. Uh, you, you we went, went from Rock Hudson. You went from Rock Hudson. Yeah. That's right. Or even like. Or a, Cary Grant. Or like Jimmy Stewart was like a regular guy, but he's a handsome gentleman or a Clark okay, Gable sure. or sure. something like that. Or even like, you need a Kirk Douglas. Like, I know that's an odd looking man, but he's got a lot of good chin work mm-hmm. there. Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper. Lovely, lovely. And then uh, all of a sudden, Dustin Hoffman's in The Graduate and. Uh, <laughs> uh, everything catches on fire, and we're always like, "Yeah, it's sure. fine." Well, that, you, you'd have here's what you do: you'd put Dustin Hoffman yeah. next to Robert Redford in a movie, yeah, and uh, you're supposed to kind of go like, "Yeah, both of them are uh, you know, <laughs> equal, right? Handsomest man in That's the world, right. and this fella, it's fine." Yeah, they kind of play on that initiative, right? With Warren Beatty as the as the kind of uh, uh, sh- sh- shaggy dog character, you know, and then. And Dustin Hoffman is the guy all full of himself. Yeah. He thinks he's super hot and good looking and all the ladies love him. Yeah. I mean, look at, uh, like, and you're on TV, again, we're not slamming people's looks, but it's a very different era now. Yeah. Uh, you look at, like, uh, MASH mm-hmm. and uh, Alan Alda, which, like, there's nothing, look, Alan Alda has, you know, a face of a human being that's, like, fine. <laughs> sure. Right? But he's, like... They treat him in the show like he is the handsomest man alive. Like well, there isn't every nurse, every yeah. nurse in camp is like sure. Say. But they're in, they're stuck in camp. Mm-hmm. He's probably the best in the camp until BJ shows up. Yeah, but then BJ is married and he's not going to be going for. There's oh, no one. There's no BJ one. BJ doesn't uh, doesn't. Uh, well, he does once, and then it's a bad thing. 
Oh yeah, he's all guilty about it. Yeah, he feels uh, feels terrible about it. Oh wow! And then he's gonna tell his wife, and then he gets convinced. Don't tell your wife because, like, you know, she doesn't need that. No, you know, you're, you're that's that's you trying to make yourself feel better. Don't uh, don't go messing things. Do you think up that's with. true? Do you, do you think he should tell her? Um, I th- okay. I'm gonna bet uh, that he will end up telling her at yeah. some point in the future. Yeah, but he probably shouldn't tell her when he's away. I see. That is a conversation to have in person. Yeah, I would at the agree right with time. that. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, when after you've won the the lottery, then sure. you, then you tell her. Yeah, go. I just won a million dollars. Also, twenty years ago, I slept with a nurse. Right. Yeah, perfect timing. That's how I would do it. Meanwhile, yeah, it's it's weird that on a show like that, yep, you got someone like a Trapper John, right? And uh, first of all, his name is a rape joke. That's weird. Is uh, it a rape joke? Yes, it is. I always thought because he had a, a binder. Because he liked trapper keepers. Yes. No. Trapper keeper John. No, it was they shortened it because he cornered a cornered a woman and uh, you know trapped her, and that's why they called him Trapper. Uh, yeah, that but that's that's what the books were like. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? Because the movie has a little bit of that to it, but way less than the books. Way less than the books. Every step of the way, it gets a little better. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but you had Trapper, and he was a married guy. And he was uh, always on the make, and he was like, you know, having mm-hmm. affairs. Yeah. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. We're all fine with that. We're all good with that. It was just like a strange thing that, yeah, like, yeah. you know, everyone was like, hmm, yeah, that's cool, no problem. And then boys, later on, boys yeah, when boys. BJ came along, and they went like, no, he's a married guy who won't be cheating on his wife. It's like, oh, that's strange. What right. a, what an oddball that fellow is. Sure. Listen, look at his name. Like if Trapper John is called that because he trapped a woman one time. Yeah. Why is BJ called BJ? Anyone ask that question on that he's stupid a big show? Fan of the show BJ and the Bear. Oh, okay. Very popular yeah. during the Korean War. He wasn't. He, he not the not the one with the trucker. It was, it oh, was based this, on this a uh, Zeppelin uh, oh, okay. guy. It was like a, he, flew a, he flew a dirigible. Yeah, he flew a dirigible with a monkey, <laughs> and that was like a 1930s uh, series. By the way, of it's, a, it's a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. It's not a monkey. Okay. Back then, it was a monkey. Oh, was it chimpanzee with the new show? But oh, it was okay. A monkey back in the day, they couldn't afford. They didn't have chimp money. Mm. Back in the 30s, it was the Depression. That's true. That's true. Or as we say... No, in, they didn't have chimp change. <laughs> as we say in Canada, chimpanzee. Absolutely. That's how, that's how you pronounce it. Um, I just want to go back a little bit. Way back. Yeah, because there's no segue from that. <laughs> By the way, can you tell that we did another show earlier today? <laughs> that's when That's when this hot nonsense comes out. It gets, also, it's also when antic. we go like, hey, remember shows we watched when we were kids? Let's talk about that. Okay. I, do you do you youth of today listening to this care? Uh, like our jive with that? All right, go ahead. Our jive. You jive turkey. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to bring up a thing. Okay, please do. That you mentioned. No, you didn't mention it, but it just made me think of <laughs> this thing. It's based on something good, you said. That, speaking of things you didn't say. Um, <laughs> well, the thing is. Apricot you, jam. You did sort of bring it up. But, okay. But uh, it was more along the lines of. Uh, oh, no, I guess I brought it up. Oh, my God. That's an often Oh, my star. God. Listen, save a little <laughs> senility for when we get a little older. Um, oh, brother. Have you ever seen. This is totally unrelated to what I was going to talk no about. No shit. <laughs> Has, I'm really seen, sorry I brought it up when I didn't. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this has been about two minutes of really rough intro. It's not an intro. Yeah, this it's is when they're, gonna, when they're going to put you in a home. This is what they're going to play. Okay, go ahead. Have you ever seen Dustin Hoffman in Straight Time? No, I haven't. That's an interesting movie. Okay. Because it's Dustin Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman, playing a hardened criminal. Okay. And I mean, it really shows his acting chops because he's very convincing in, in the role. 
it's it's kind of a dark film and i think he and he was going to direct it and then he decided it was too much work and so then he got another guy in to direct it but i think he had trouble like separating himself from what he wanted to do and so he got into a fight with the director Mm -hmm. but it's actually a pretty good movie and he's really good as this guy who's like a hardened thief he's like a not a bank robber but he robs jewelry stores okay and he's really professional about it and he has like you know he knows what to do and it's it's quite good but anyway, that's not what I was going to talk about. What I was going to talk about <laughs> God! was... What the hell? Okay. It's, it's something that came up at work the other day. Well, it came up a little bit before I'm that. just going to stick in that I have a friend who uh, used to be married to a bank robber. I'm going to throw that out there. Oh, well, let, let's just put what I was saying on ice for a second. No, that's it. That's all. I, it's not totally my story to tell. She's a stand-up comedian. She oh. speaks about it in her act. Oh, okay, okay. But she used to, uh, yeah, she used to date a bank robber. Huh. Yeah, that's all. Like he was a professional bank robber. He did it all the time. He did it multiple times. I don't know if you call it professional, but oh, okay. he did it and yeah. he did it multiple times. Okay. Yeah. I don't, he didn't write it on his uh, tax return. Bank robber. Okay. Yeah. No, no. 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 I would, but yes. I would advise multiple it, times, then went, got caught, yeah. went to jail for it. I advise it. that you don't do that because they'll kill you on the tips. Mm. I, the uh, CRA or IRS. Depending what joke. Where I'm making this joke. Please do. What if you're making the joke in England? What do they do? Uh, the Royal Revenue. Okay. How about Australia? The kangaroo revenue. Okay. Kangaroo revenue. <laughs> kangaroo revenue. Actually, okay. Man, I oh, boy. <laughs> okay. At work today was where we were going. No, no. This is different. <laughs> I did a podcast a little while ago, but mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to it. Um, like one of ours or for someone else? No, I did it for someone else. Okay. I did a podcast for an Australian listener of the show. Um, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but his name is... <laughs> I don't want to say his name. Okay. But he does a uh, podcast called The Dirty... Bruce. That's the name's Bruce. Bruce. He does, a, he does a podcast called The Dirty Harry Minute. Oh, yes. And... I got asked to do that, and then I forgot to respond. Yeah, so I did. Okay. I said, sure, I'd be happy to do it. And then he set me up with, a t- like, a time, and then he wrote to me, like, two days before and said, would you mind uh, doing this time? Because I guess the person who was going to do it dropped out, and I said, oh, of course, that's fine. Well, why don't you say what it's about? So The Dirty Harry... Pod, Dirty Harry Minute is, it follows in, I guess there's many of these shows that are doing minutes of movies now. Mm-hmm. I know Star Wars Minute would be my, what was I. Was that the first one? I don't know it if that was like the first one. feels like it's the most one. famous one. It's one I, I knew first anyway. Okay. Uh, and the idea of these shows is to go through minute by minute through each minute of the film that you're discussing. And what minute did you do? I did the minute in the movie where. Do you know the number? I don't, I don't remember what time it was at. Okay. But it's the scene in the movie where the, the, um, what is his name again? The Gemini? No. Gemini Killer, yeah. No, no, that's a different one. That's a different one. Okay, then. I think he, is he called, it's not called the Zodiac Killer, right? No, Zodiac Killer is a real. It's real. real. The Gemini Killer is a made up one. But that's from a different movie. This is, uh, Dirty Harry has a different, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. So this, uh, Scorpio, that's his name, Scorpio. Very good. He, he is on a bus with school kids. And in the bit of the scene I, w- I was discussing, he goes into a rainbow tunnel, like a tunnel with a rainbow painted around the entrance of the tunnel. Okay. And then he's getting the kids to sing, row, row, row your boat. But one of the boys doesn't want to, and he he slaps him. And then he, and while this boy is crying, and then he's like frantically trying to get the kids to sing, row, row, row your boat, because he wants them to, to be happy or whatever. I don't know what it's <laughs> about. So um, that was what I discussed in the show. But I've... I'm kind of worried. I I should have written to um to the host of the show because did it get put did it get put out and he forgot to let me know or did he just assume that well, I I'm knew? Well, I'm looking it was... right now at all oh. the episodes. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so they're up right now to minute eighty-five. City Hall slowdown. Okay, I think I think I'm 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 in the uh, after that. I'm in the wings. Yes. Okay. The stage manager is holding my arm. Yeah, and I was me looking at uh, I was looking at the different guests they've had on the show, and uh, you're not on there yet. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yep. That's good. Then he'll let me know, and I will let you know, dear listener. So that if you want to listen, or if you want to listen to the show right now, you can, of course, Dirty Harry. Yeah, turn this off and go take a listen. Yes, please do. I advise that. And um, it was a lot of fun to do, actually. I really enjoyed it. They were very nice. How long is their show? Like uh, an episode? I think we talked for about an hour. Wow, an hour for a minute. Yeah. I mean, we went all over the place. And also because, you know, I am just I was just stepping in for one episode. And I, I wanted to talk about other aspects of the movie. So we talked about lots okay. of other things as well. And, and it was good. Um, the host kept things moving along very, very nicely. Um, he had lots of good questions to ask. And he was very good about asking each of his guests. There was three of them versus one of me. Okay. And so the only, it was good. It was good. I thought it was, it was fun. I really enjoyed doing it. So. Yeah. The most recent other podcast I did was, um, talking Simpsons. Yes. Uh, we, uh, we talked about, I forget what the, Oh, the last temptation of crust. Yes. Yeah. That was the, that was the episode. That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to do. Sure. Yeah. I like doing, I like doing other podcasts sometimes. That's, it's, it's a good time. I like, uh, especially doing them in person. I, 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 would, I find that's a lot easier yeah. than, uh, I'm, I'm not, a, as you know, I've got a phone phobia mm-hmm. and so it's tough for me not making eye contact when I'm, uh, t- and don't think like, Hey, why don't we do it with a video conference? Well, then I just want to, you know, I want to die. I can't stand <laughs> it. If someone's doing a video conference, if someone's doing a video conference in the room, yeah. I'm not part of it. Sure. I need to leave the room. I can't stand it. Mm. it just makes me crazy. Yeah. I just hate it so why? much. Why? It just makes me sick. I hate it. I don't know why. It just repulses me. Uh, I feel like I'm a. I feel like I'm a dog that doesn't understand how TV works. Mm. And when it's uh, going, it just like disturbs me, and I've got to go. So when you were a kid, and this was mooted as a thing that would be in the future, which is in everything. Yeah, for so long it was always like you're going to yeah. have video screens, and yeah, yeah. that's how you're going to talk. Now that looks like fine because it's in the future, and I guess sure. we'll adjust to it. Ugh, yeah, the worst. But when you actually got to it, you just decided you didn't like it. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Do you feel disassociated? I've had to, I've had to do it, and I, I strongly dislike it. Is it? Do you feel disassociated from the person on the other side? Well, my my, I mean, if we're getting deep into my phobia of phones, yeah, yeah. phones are phones are dangerous because phones are where you get bad news. Okay, like that's what you do. Someone calls you up with some very bad news, and yeah. So. You know, it's a random call out of nowhere that will now ruin your life. Like, really just ruin your fucking life. You, yeah. know, you get a call from someone, they get, tell you something horrible, and that's the end of, the, that's the end of things. Huh. So there's, there's, there's that. Or, or you get threatened by, like, bill collectors or, or what have you. Like, it's very rare that, you know, you're going to get a phone call from someone going like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? Mm. We're going to do something fun now. It's someone who, you know, has something bad to say or... Mm. You know, are they are, are they threatening you? It's it's shit. So I I, I just built up this uh, phobia of uh, phones over time, and then I think the um, the visual aspect is like I don't think I can get myself ready in time. Like if like oh there's a phone call ringing, well I can't make my face right to <laughs> okay. I can't like I feel like people would look at me and 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 be trying to read me and like see mm. what I'm yeah. feeling, and it's like at least when you're on the phone you can like look away or roll your eyes or what have you, <laughs> you know, or if you're in person with someone, you've got more subtle clues that you can, social clues that you can like pick up on. Yeah. But like, there's something about like, it's just a screen and it's just like, ugh, this is really dangerous that you could say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing and really insult someone. And then they blip the screen and now you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Just hate it. Hate it. 
it's, it's cutting off like senses or something. I don't know what it is, but it just, it really repulses me. PA used to do video calls at her office quite a bit with like friends of ours who yeah. were like in Australia. And I would just like, I'll be in the hallway. <laughs> I got to go. Can't be around for this. Wow. It's fine. No, don't not do it. Yeah. You've got to talk to our friends, but I got to go because uh, hell with it. And I think it was like always thinking like they'd go, hey, put Ian on. Oh, is he in the room? I can hear him laughing. Oh, hey, put him in. Like, ugh, no, awful. When we've when we've done um, episodes of this show where we've had people call in, because we did do a couple of yeah, those, yeah. Uh, sometimes there'd be like a video screen or something at first when we're Skyping. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh, I just want to throw up. Mm. This is the worst. Yeah, yeah I don't, don't, don't think you need that anyway. No. It's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, for me... I don't really have a phone. I don't really have a phone phobia. Like I don't mind answering the phone if someone calls. I'm perf- perfectly fine with people calling me. I have trouble calling other people because I'm worried that I'm bothering them, and that makes me put it off because I'm afraid of disturbing whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I get really kind of bound up in that. And so there's a lot of people that would like my mom who would probably like me to call, but it just feels like I don't know. I just want to be in like interrupting things, you know? Yeah, it felt like like I don't know. She could be playing solitaire on the computer. When we were when we were kids, you know, the phone would ring. It'd be exciting, mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, someone's calling." Or, yeah, yeah. Be a it, friend was your, it was your it was your uh, line to the outside world. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was great because your friend would call. Usually, you know, if someone was calling for me, it was a friend calling to see if I wanted to go out and play. So that was awesome, right? But yeah, as you get older, it's the the phones phone calls get less thrilling. Like people tend to, you know, like people just don't tend to call that much, and then you. Uh, and people who call you are just, you know, yeah, are telling you you're a tax fraud. Yeah, they're pay them scamming you. Yeah, yeah, or they're scamming Although, you or something. To be honest, those, those phone calls are a joy to me. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you like being uh, tax fraud scammed? Do you like those those ones? I enjoy listening to their to their <laughs> futile attempts to scam me, yes. yes. Mm, yeah. It's been kind of fun. And, you know, by my wasting their time, I'm saving someone else from, from this. Yeah, I wonder with those, if the people that are doing them are the people who are behind them or if they have like a series of phones like it's a, like a call center and they just give everyone a script yep and just say here you go and if so how do you get hired for that scam job yeah like what's the what's the thing like do you have to be like uh involved in criminal activity anyway or is it just a hey we're just looking for people to do phone solicitations and then when you get there it's like okay so here's what you got to do you know, uh, and and they you kind of break it to them that you're doing a scam and like, eh, you know, we'll pay you. We're gonna a pay more. you this much, and yeah, if, yeah. If, if you, you don't want to, if you don't want to do it, don't do it, and you know what have you. Yeah, Probably. I wonder, I wonder how they uh, end up recruiting people for that. But I heard that they actually arrested the people who are doing that scam. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, because I haven't got a phone call lately. Oh, I'm sorry. I know it's kind of disappointing for me. Where's Constable Ryan Campbell with his thick East Indian accent? Very thick. Not convincing at all. But when I got that call from those from those people that time, I could hear like tons of other voices in the background yeah. for one of the calls until the guy yelled at them to shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to scam here. In 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 his is in his own language. Yeah. Like he just turns and yells at these people, and then comes back to the phone and starts talking to me again, as smooth as cheese. Yeah, when you get that kind of call. And again, I don't pick up the phone, so I wouldn't get that kind of call. <laughs> when you get that kind of thing, or someone on the street comes up to you and they're clearly giving you a scam, yeah, you just kind of want to go, oh, come on. <laughs> like, you feel you feel insulted, you know? That they think so little of you? Yeah, and there's been times that I've just gone, 
no, you're not. That's clearly not real. And then, and then when when that happens, then they get really mad. They get like outraged mad. Really? Yeah. It's like, uh, listen, buddy. You know, and they give you the thing about like, sure, my bus my broke down or this. And my I wife's in a hospital in North Vancouver. What have you? Yeah, my me. car's out of gas. I got to this, and yeah, it's just yeah. like, you know, and you go like, no, it's not. Yeah. Sorry. No. No. And it's like, hey, hey, what do you mean? You don't believe me? And it's just like, well, here's the thing. Even if I even if I was on the fence, the way you're reacting now is not how a person in trouble reacts. Yeah. Like if I okay, it's like we just we you know if I lost everything in my wallet and I was like oh shit I do not know how I'm gonna get back home. Yeah. Uh, uh holy fuck. So if I was like talking to somebody about that, just like do you know this is this is really stupid. Uh, I'm trying to get three bucks to get home. I'm trying to get three bucks to get home. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's just stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, I really am. And they go like, I don't believe you. Well, you don't believe me? Well, I've never been so outraged in all my life. My emotions are wrong for the way that I was feeling earlier. And sir, have you called me a liar? I swear, sir. I'm like, well, no. And it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you, you feel yeah, someone like, says no. You go okay. I'll ask someone else. I guess. Yeah, because I'm. I've got. A, I've got something I need to get done. I yeah. don't have time to be like mad. <laughs> and if I'm the jerk who's yelling at, yeah. them, like that's just not how you would react no, at all. This makes right. no sense. You haven't right. put work into your character. As an actor, listen, let me do a character study with you. What's your motivation here? <laughs> okay, so how would you react in this circumstance? Yeah. How would you react in this circumstance? You've never done uh, phone soliciting uh, work, eh? We talked about it once before. Yeah, and have you? Very shortly. Yeah, very briefly. I, I was very shortly as well, yeah. Yeah, that's we my favorite. We can talk about things twice. We've got okay. 406 episodes. It's, it's a famous story where I worked for, I went, filled out the forms, handed them into the guy. He hired me on the spot, handed me a photocopy page from the phone book, right. gave me a script right. where I had to sell tickets for a fireman circus. Okay. You remember this? Not not completely. Okay. No. no. So then Cirque I... Cirque de Soflame. <laughs> Cirque de Soflame. And... My thought when he gave me the script I was reading it, and I was sitting, sitting at the table reading it, and I was like, a fireman's circus. And it was like the 15th annual fireman's circus or something like that. And I was oh, like, okay. and it, was, it wasn't the firemen who were having the, like, they weren't the circus. No, that would be weird. But they yes, they were like sponsoring the circus in order for kids. So you're going you're gonna to buy tickets for this fireman's circus thing. So they're not sponsoring these kids. You are. You are as well. Okay. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. So anyway... But I was thinking to myself, well, like, well, when the guy gave me the sheet, I was like, there's never been, I've never heard of a fireman's circus. Like, I assume that if you're going to put in a circus, you're not putting it on at like, at like the, a local, you know, like a little club. No. Or a, room. a, a legion hall or something yeah. like that. You're going to be like at a big stadium or an ice rink or something where they have lots of room for your sure. circus apparatus to go. So me... Being a person with my ear somewhat to the ground, I would have heard about these firemen circus. Yeah, you listen There's to all the circus There's been 15 of them. Every year they have the circus that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. It's as, as phony as the peony car giveaway. <gasps> what? Oh, you think it's, it's phony? Yeah. They give away a car a day. Okay. For three weeks. All right. They've done it. Suppo- I'm going to put that done it in quotation yeah. marks for, I'm 53. Okay. So they've done it for at least 50 years. Okay. I know two people, not directly, but through other people who won PE prize homes. Okay. I don't know a single person who won a car at the PE. I don't know. I've never met anyone who's won it. I've never heard of anyone who's won it. I don't know anyone 
who's won a car at the PE? Hmm. Do you know someone who won a car at the PE? Uh, Think of all the people that you know in your life, all the people they know in their life. Okay. Never Anyone? Got, never got brought up. Uh, would, okay, but is it like the home in that you could just take the cash? Sure. Well, they wouldn't tell you about that. They just Why take not? the cash. You'd hear about it. Would you? Of course you would. You'd be like, you know, so and so? You'd be like, yeah. His friend won, like, got, you know, $30,000 the penny for the, for the car thing. Okay, let me throw a counter thing at sure, you. Sure, throw me a counter. Okay. Um, there's a lot of people that go to the PNE every every year. Lots. And a lot of them buy these yeah, lottery tickets. Sure do. Okay. Would it make sense yep. for them to run a scam and risk losing all this money? I don't know. Or would it make more sense for them to actually give away those cars You'd we're think talking so, about? Wouldn't you? Think I would. So, wouldn't I would you? think so. To the point where I think so. You know the thing that they should do as well. What is do like they do for the for the like the lotteries, the house the house giveaway lotteries and yeah. stuff. The you know the hospital yeah. ones. Publish a list of winners. Mm. What they won. Don't they? The peony does not, but they do for the, uh, for like the, you know, whatever it's called, win of a lifetime, you know, you can win a house or you can win a trip. Like the hospital ones. The hospital ones, yeah. They publish like every prize, everyone, like you want a toaster yeah. in that sweepstakes thing or that prize thing, you will be in the, you'll be in the huh. newspaper. They don't okay. do that for the peony. They don't have like a list of people who won the cars. Okay. There are 21 cars given away. Okay. At the peony. Who won it? They never tell you. Okay. Anyway, so... No, this is the first time I've ever heard anyone bring this up. I don't buy that they don't give them away. Uh, they must, you know, but that's interesting that sure. they don't publish it. You keep believing in your little... Uh, living in your fantasy world over there. Yeah. So it would make no sense. I know the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth will set you free. Okay. As someone once said, rather famous. But to be fair, mm-hmm. you did run a fireman's circus scam. I did for, for 20 minutes. So yeah, so I went to this table. Now, you got to picture this place. All right, I will. Set it's a, set a table. It's a new west. Okay. Ugh. It's strangely across the street from City Hall. All right. At Royal Towers. And this is a city that used to be the capital of British Columbia. It used to be the royal city. Yeah. And it's a it's at Royal Towers. Okay. It's like a rather rundown apartment uh, or, or hotel across the street from the or by the City Hall. Right. This guy had rented it's the a kind s- of place where your uncle would have an affair. Yes. <laughs> or a guy would rent a room. Yeah. To have an affair with your uncle. To have an affair with my uncle. <laughs> And also to run a, a phone scam. Oh, and I'm so, sorry. All right. Well, you got to get the uncle out of there. So I had a main room that had several, like, small, cheap wooden tables set up in it. Okay. Old-fashioned wooden tables, too. Like, like wood, like real wooden tables, not fake yeah. IKEA wooden tables. Like, old-fashioned old, wooden tables. Old-timey racial slurs carved. With a, carved with a rotary table. phone. Okay. Oh, a rotary phone. Yeah. And there was 12 of these things. Okay. And in this guy's in the back room, behind glass, so he can watch you working. And uh, so, yeah, he gives, gives me my paper. I go sit down. I dial the first number on the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I faithfully read this nonsense to this poor person right. on the phone. And she says the same thing to me. She goes, oh, that's a scam. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I knew it. And I talked to her for a little bit. And we had a nice conversation, actually. Not about what I was yeah. doing, selling, but we just talked for a while. And I said, okay, well, take care and have a good day. And I hung up the phone. Then I picked up my paper and I went back down to the guy and I handed it back to him. I said, yeah, I'm not going to stay. I don't like, don't like doing this. And he's like, what? I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into this. And he's like, what are you, chicken? He's <laughs> like, no, I just I don't like it. Goes, no, you're a fucking chicken. I said, okay, well, whatever. And so I just started walking out and he started yelling at me yeah. from his office with all these people in the room, some of them on the phone. He's yet calling me like a fucking chicken all the way out of the place. 
And then I got outside. And here's the crazy part of it, though. You realize you're dressed like a chicken. Exactly. What was, <laughs> was I thinking? You don't start a new job like dressed like that. <laughs> it was like, oh, I understand. Uh, this now makes sense. His uh, insults were... Uh, I looked in the window. I said, can he tell I was a rooster? <laughs> and, and then I walked down the street, cock of the walk. My brother worked there. And he, he's the one who talked me into going to doing this job. Right. And for some kooky reason, I had this idea that I was going to work an eight-hour shift or whatever it was, and then I was going to get paid in cash at the end of it. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. But this was my weird idea, because I did not even bring bus fare with me to get back home. So all I had was this transfer that was like nearing its expiry time. So I hightailed it down the hill, which is pretty easy to do, because Newsminster's hills are sure. practically yeah, 90 yeah. degrees. Head down to where, to, down to the, where the bus, buses run. Find, get on my bus. Show this transfer to this guy. And it was like five minutes dead. Yeah. But I, I knew him. Like, he's a regular driver. Yeah, and you he, said to him, listen, buddy, I'm not a bum. And so I said, I, I said, my wife's a new North Vancouver. She said, I said, a baby, I need to get there. No, he just went, eh, whatever, let me on. I was like, oh, phew. And I sat down, took that bus, then I had to transfer. So I was like, oh, this is not going to work at all. Maybe I shouldn't transfer, but I couldn't resist it because I didn't like the idea of yeah. having to walk, uh, you know, eight blocks home. So I, I thought, oh, I'll just see what happens. So... I got on this other bus. The bus driver looked at my now 20-minute expired transfer. He's like, whatever. Just I got on the bus. I was like, oh, this is great. So I got home all right. Oh, this, this was good. But I was still a, still a chicken. And then when you, got, uh, when you got home, you saw that your house was on fire. And there was mm. all these circus animals putting it out. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> this is a fireman's circus. Wait a minute. Circus. Fireman's circus. These were real. <laughs> the elephant squirting uh, stuff out of its trunk. I immediately called the place, sir, I want to apologize. <laughs> Yeah, is no. it, who's this? It's the chicken, sir. Yeah, it's the chicken. And then a geek came and bit your head off. <laughs> that's it's like, oh, you can't say that around ending. the circus. That's a terrible ending. Have you uh, have you ever been to a circus? Yeah, of course. Well, no, that's not an of course situation. I've been to one circus in my life. <laughs> like, and uh, it was <laughs> me very too. easy to not. I be, should yeah, say, of course, me too. common occurrence. <laughs> well, I mean, was uh, it a Shriner circus? What I, yeah, it was a shri- it was a Shriner circus, and and. And what I meant by, of course, was I meant I am of an age where that was at least something you did yeah, once in your once. life. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, did they, you see them driving around their little cars? Yeah, yeah that was Take out the big it. ladder. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of clowns. Like, I, I never get this, like, scary. I mean, I get the scary clown thing. Okay. But I don't find clowns scary. But I understand the scary clown thing because clowns are fun and funny and really good at, like, slapstick and antics. And so I get that. So I get the idea that when you take that fun and, and friendly image and you turned into let's think evil that it's scary well also clowns mm. you know traditionally in the oldie oldie days yeah. also were not necessarily hilarious they were kind of creepy they were you know why how do you mean creepy like uh like in old plays and whatever like uh, a clown would be oh okay you know, would be i'm thinking of circus clowns like the ones that i that yeah when you watch like it it is not dressed like a old-timey shakespearean clown he's mm. dressed like a classic circus clown okay which is clowns scary. in operas are not necess- are not hilarious, you know. There's yeah, but know. I'm not talking about those kind of clowns. I'm, those are that's that's even those even clowns. This is like they were clowns. No, they're not clowns. <laughs> they're clowns. Yes, they're buffos. They're more uh, traditional clowns. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not they're not good. There old... was a time then where circus clowns became what we consider. Yeah, I'm not clowns. talking about ye oldy clowns with an e on the end of it. <laughs> I was. I said it in the old days. I'm you talking. Went, about... What do you mean the old days? Well, it's the like old this. Days... And they go, oh, ye oldie days. Yeah, yes, yeah. I said the old days. Well, the old days could also be like the 30s. So that's that's mm, an old time. That's okay. A, that's old enough. as well. It's old, but there's still people who were born in the 30s who are alive today. So it's like, you know. Really? Maybe some of them were clowns. So. Yes. I guess so, yeah. 
pretty old, but yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, be like 90. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, I just don't, I don't understand the idea of a scary clown. Like, I mean, I understand the idea of a scary clown, but I don't find clowns scary. I think they're quite well, funny. As, as you know, like uh, when I was a kid, uh, my mom painted me a picture of a clown. Mm. Uh, and Those are scary. A little bit. This one turned out that way because she did the thing that, you know, thought was adorable, but wasn't. Yeah. Which was she went like, you know, whenever you leave the room. Yeah. It looks sad. It gets happy when you come in the room. Oh. So now this clown was alive to me. <laughs> So you're trying to like jump into the room and 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 see it change its face, but then you're like scared to like if you went in and saw that it was sad, would it get angry that you were fucking around with it? So as a kid, like I I had it on my wall, and then I was like, oh, I don't want this. Yeah, yeah. So it was, but I couldn't take it down because it would hurt my mom's feelings. So I yeah. put it in my closet. Okay. Well, that makes it ten times creepier. Yeah, yeah. So then even if you shut the closet door, at some point you have to open the closet door and the clown's in there, and yeah. you're like, well, is the clown like? sad when i shut the door is there an angry clown in my closet yeah oh my god so like that lasted forever and i had so many dreams where i'd wake up and the clown's face would be like you know distorted or all messed up to the point where when i went to college yeah uh i took the clown and i put it in my locker just to freak out people and i would tell them the story and they did not care for this <laughs> but yeah it was like hanging in my locker at uh, theater school at Douglas college that's great and uh, people would remember this clown here's the other thing uh, in the many moves I've done, I don't know where that fucker is now. Mm. And at some point, I'm going to run into it, and I'm going to yell. <laughs> Maybe when we do your, your storage move, we'll find it. Here's the problem with all these scary clowns now. Uh, is, um, you know, first of all, John Wayne Gacy screwed it all up because he was a murdering clown. So there you go. That's a real clown, a guy who was a clown who mm. really killed people. Sure. So now that's it. That's the thing. But he that, didn't kill him dressed as a clown. There you go. That's the thing. That's that's your top clown. That's your top scary clown. The end. Whatever you make up now, yeah. fuck you. There was a real guy who yeah. was a clown who killed people. That's it. That's number one. But not as a clown. Okay. Well, he didn't yeah. dress as a clown. No, but he, he would like, he was a clown and then he would also kill people. Yes, yes. It doesn't matter. Like He, he hid in plain view. Very good. Okay. Um, but my problem is like with something like an it clown or the joker or what have you is uh the thing that's scary about a clown is a clown that like looks like a clown and yeah. then does something that's not like a clown yeah if you've got a clown that looks evil yeah. and is a clown that's right well that's not what a clown looks that's like. that's right exactly you know they did a thing in right. the comic uh where the joker had his face cut off and like like then stapled back on or something it was just dumb and just like well give him chainsaw hands now too it's just stupid <laughs> you're putting a hat on a hat you're putting like syrup on sugar it's just like fuck it same with like the syrup and sugar yeah good. it's the uh the clown from uh, it it's just mm. like yeah he's uh you know he's just he's already he's, scary he's already scary and he's scary on scary on scary yeah yeah no although fine. i think he presents like a normal face but i mean it's already like okay it's a normal face but he's talking to you from a sewer grate that's not normal. Right, but then he's got like the mouthful of teeth and he's but all he, like, That's after. Like that's yeah. when he tries to scare the kid. But at first when he first sees him and he's going like, hey, so-and-so, so, I'm just here in a sewer and everything's cool and I'm a funny looking clown. But at the same time, like the kid should be thinking, why is there a clown in the sewer grate? That's not normal. Mm -hmm. Like no one's going to fall this for that. Where, I don't care this, what age you are. This is where turtles live. This is where... Uh, yeah, turtles live in sewers. Sure, yeah. Yeah, teenage mutant turtles. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, you're right. And or chuds. Do you, you raise a good point. Do you remember? Do you remember the first scary clown that you saw? I remember it vividly. Well, first scary clown to me was again my painting. But let's see. Um, I mean, like in a in a media, like a media sort, like a. In a oh, there's a lot of like scary '70s movies. I'm trying to think of there was one that was oh, 
Uh, you know what? I guess it was probably like the Joker in like a Batman cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Huh. For me, it it's kind of weird. It was a episode of Fantasy Island. Okay. And it's I can remember it so vividly because my parents and I were my brother was uh, playing soccer in Seattle and he was billeting with a with a boy from Seattle, so he was living at this boy's house and then they're going to go play soccer the next morning and it's kind of like a you know fun exchange sort of thing but my parents had come down to seattle and i went with them and so i was just staying in the hotel and i was watching fantasy island you know whatever time it was on nine o'clock ten o'clock and there was a sequence in the fantasy island where this guy was having this nightmare that he could not it was a recurring nightmare that he couldn't escape and his his fantasy was that he could figure out what it meant and be able to get past it okay yeah the fantasy island episode the nightmare yeah, and so in in this dream, it's like there's a house on fire, and there's all this like nightmare, weird stuff happening. But then there's also this scary clown that's in it. Yeah, and as a kid, it was very it was very frightening. Of course, I, I still like clowns, but I don't like scary clowns. But then again, I like you know I like policemen, but I don't like scary policemen. Or I yeah, like... he's got really creepy eyes. Yeah, yeah, it was it was quite it was quite uh, disturbing. How did he uh, end up? And it was uh, done in slow motion as well, which added to the freakiness of it all. How how did he end up solving his problem? I really don't remember. I'm sorry. I was uh, oh. probably eight years old at the time, or ten years old. I remember two things about the trip. Well, three things about the trip. One, that fantasy island thingy. Yeah. Two, eating Fritos with my dad, which is pretty cool. Okay. Three, swimming in the pool in my underwear because we hadn't brought any bathing suit, not realizing the pool had a or the the hotel had a pool. But I just went in my underwear anyway, because who cares? This is a little kid. kid. Yeah, Yeah, it's a kid. No one cares. No one cares what kids do. And then the lifeguard showed up, and he was a clown. (laughs) Get out of there. And then you started cramping because of all the Fritos you ate. Oh. And you didn't uh, wait an hour. Too much much carve. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was... uh, It's funny how that sticks to my mind, but yeah. But I mean, I'm not frightened of clowns. Like, they don't scare me as a thing. Although Lisa has a scary clown painting as well that her her step-grandmother made for her. When she was a young girl, and it's it's one of those things where you look at it and you go, "Why would you give this to a child?" Like there's something about you just don't know. There's something about painting a clown yeah. that changes it slightly. It makes it kind of grotesque. My mom would paint other clowns, like she would paint the Emmett Kelly type clowns. Okay, around. I went to I went to sort of. That out was a weird thing too. With a little bit, kind of, I guess you'd say we didn't really date, but we were like, mm, nah, you know, friendly. <laughs> uh, me and okay. uh, me and uh, a girl uh, when I was a teenager. And I've mentioned this on one of our other podcasts, but yeah. um, uh, when we started to go out, yes. uh, she said to me, I got to tell you two things. Okay. One, yep. I'm terrified of clowns, so don't even fuck around with that stuff. Like, oh, you know, it'd be funny if it's just like, don't fuck around. Okay. Don't fuck around. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. I am terrified of clowns, so wow. don't sure. do not do that. If you have a clown, I will never talk to you again if you, like, surprise me with a clown thing or wear a clown mask or whatever. And two... <laughs> The greatest Beatles album of all time is Revolver. That's true. And I will not <laughs> debate it with you. And I said to her, "Really? No <laughs> <laughs> wonder it was brief." Yeah, I was like, and at the time, I was also wearing clown makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you carefully applied it. You yeah. just, <laughs> While she was doing that, like, <laughs> I got out the lipstick and just went. <laughs> put some white, whatever it is. The yep, the white face white, on white stick. Yeah, yeah. put that on there. Yeah. yeah. On the nose. <laughs> What's wrong? I think it's let it be. <laughs> that is a crazy opinion. <laughs> Did you ever watch J.P. Patches? Cl- oh, I love J.P. Patches. J.P. Patches, um, 
It's a it's an odd show to watch now if you watch clips of it because he did it. It was a clown. It was yeah. It was done live. It was, yeah. it was done live. Yeah. And there was a lot of filler. Oh yeah. Like there was a lot of oh, just yeah. like nothing to say and keep going. It, very <laughs> much like this podcast. Like just a lot of just like how dare wandering. you, sir? How yeah. dare you? No, no, you're right. That show. If you watch it now, it's very slow. No, I can, what I can't remember is. Did he throw the cartoon? Yes, George of the Jungle was one of them that I remember. Okay, good, good. So he did do that. But I mean, the show itself, obviously, it had a certain amount of imagination. had some fun to it. I mean, Boris S. Wart, the world's meanest man, is great. Uh, What was the name of... uh, Esmeralda? Well, Esmeralda was his Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. And then there was some sort of... Uh, creatures that lived in the basement that when you open the door they would say that song from i've got a feeling that you know ooga chaka ooga chaka <laughs> ooga 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 chaka then he closed the door again then he would do a thing which was also used on romper room now in romper room the hostess on romper room she would look through her mirror yes and tell you and and read out your name for your birthday yeah jimmy patches would go to his television set and you would look at him th- through his tv yeah as if you were inside his television which you were yeah so it's kind of like you <laughs> looking at your tv you're the show looking at him yeah and he is looking at you and saying your your birthday name which never happened because no one ever wrote him to tell him what my birthday was but i would love if it had, had happened i would get up every day when i was a little boy and i had in my mind a pact a compact a a, a, a contract with my parents okay they did not know this was a. Okay. This was. They didn't know this was an unspoken agreement that we had together. I don't know if you can have a one-way pact. But this okay. was the unspoken agreement that we had. All sir, right. Very good. That they didn't know about, and um, this was it. If I set the breakfast table in the morning, mm-hmm. I could watch TV uh, patches downstairs and not eat at the ta- and not eat breakfast at the table. Mm. In order to affect this, I, I would get up at six in the morning. I would go upstairs. I would set the breakfast table. I would make my breakfast, bring it downstairs, and then I would watch. I watch Charles Kuralt. <laughs> Some kind of morning news sure. show, yeah. And then I would watch TV patches. So I did that every every morning for a long time. Yeah, for me it was uh, you get up early, and it was the farm report. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what are you gonna do? Not watch TV? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> well, you idiot! Of course you're gonna watch the farm sure. report. Yeah, yeah. What else is there to do? Yeah. What are pork belly futures like? Yeah. <laughs> You're up. Oh, They're good. Up. Oh, good. That's, okay, good. It's great. Wait, is that good for the pig or bad for the pig? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's good for pork bellies. Oh, oh JP Patches. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Now waiting, waiting for, uh, waiting for uh, Frisky Frolics to start. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, they didn't have the, the greatest cartoons on JP Patches, I didn't think. It was more of the show itself that I enjoyed. I enjoyed Esmeralda. I enjoyed the same guy who played Boris S. Wart also played a f- female character. I can't remember that character's name. Mm-hmm. And then he also played a, a delivery person who would right. ride in on a motorcycle it's all with the it's all not a million miles away from soupy sales like oh very no, very similar to uh, what, soupy sales but what's fun about those shows is that we had jp patches but someone in another city had their version of that right that character they had their own regional you know morning kids morning well host. that's what and i think uh, that's really kind of fun Rusty the clown was based on was sure, like matt course. graining when he was growing up it was uh, i believe rusty nails or something like that but okay, yeah, he's he definitely named rusty that would have been a portland yeah kids show host and that you know and if he had if he grew up in san francisco or if he grew up in wyoming laramie let's say laramie wyoming then you would have had probably would have had your own yeah i'm trying to remember who that you had uh, i think it was like it was a leprechaun okay and i believe his name was hannigan we called Hanekan, and he had his pot of gold, and a bunch of kids were there, and uh, and then he'd do whatever leprechaun Irish yeah, yeah. bullshit he'd do, yeah. and then he'd be like, "Well, did let's he, look." Did at- he sing MacArthur Park? Yeah, he, every time. 
<laughs> and then uh, he, one kid would go, one more time. And he'd do it again. <laughs> but then he'd have his pot of gold. Now I don't and, believe you. And I believe the pot of gold was candy. Like they, you could okay. like, take him out and eat candy. Sure, sure. I uh, like let's look in the pot of gold and see what Pinocchio's up to, and they'd have you know those uh, Pinocchio cartoons. Mm. The, hey, yeah, that's hey, right. Pinocchio. That's right. Jiminy Cricket had uh, was a real hardcore smoker, <laughs> unfiltered uh, camels. It's one of those weird voices. Yeah. Yeah. Pinocchio, what a happy lad! Uh, since the day he lost his strings, he could walk and talk and fly, do anything I try. But never, 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 never could he ever tell a lie. But he couldn't fly, so fuck him, you liar. <laughs> And he'd fly in the opening, like he'd yeah. be able to fly. And it's like, well, yeah. can Pinocchio fly? Nope. Well, well then, he doesn't have strings anymore. He can't fly. Well, you were, you're not flying if you've got strings. You're being yeah. held up. Just being lifted in the air and waved around. Tom Cruise in the first Mission Impossible is not flying. Sure, he's flying on the floor. He's flying over the floor. Flying. Nope. Uh, yeah, that was a weird little cartoon. It wasn't a cartoon. It was stop motion animation. I know. Yeah, he'd have he'd have the cheap level cartoon. cartoons. Yeah, and then you you know most of them you know got like your heckle and jekylls or what mm, have you, whatever yeah. ones you got for uh, on sure, the sure. cheap. Uh, Mighty Mouse would the, be the like ones that really... are they're already in the station library. That mm-hmm. You can just pull out for nothing. I just use this stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I mean, for me, like with Jimmy Patches, I just thought Jimmy Patches was great because he was, and I didn't really care about the kind of subpar cartoons. That to me was like. The dead part of the show. I was waiting to wow. get back to to David Patches. Yeah, I still would enjoy a cartoon. Nah, they weren't that great. Or uh, yeah, Wizard of Oz, the Rankin Bass. Who you think like those guys? They did the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, all there, mm-hmm. but they do like uh, the Wonderful Land of Oz. That's okay. what it would be, I think. And uh, once again, another character, much like uh, Jiminy Cricket, who had just the raspiest voice, which was the Tin Woodsman, <laughs> just like just like so, uh, off putting, <laughs> off putting. Rankin Bass is it sort of because they did yes they did the root of the red red nosed reindeers in that stop motion style, but then and they also did like the Hobbit. Oh, that's right. And they also finished Lord of the Rings. So they they finished. So Rankin Bass did they work with Ralph Bakshi? Bakshi? No. Well, didn't Bakshi do? Uh... Yeah, but he didn't finish it. Ah. So so Rankin Bass did Return of the King. Okay. But they did it in their style. They the Hobbit had a different style than the than the Ralph Bakshi one. Okay. And then when he you know, didn't finish it for whatever reason. They said, oh, well, well, we'll finish it, I guess. And so they just did their own version of Return of the King. And what's interesting about theirs, I think, is that it has songs in it, mm. which sounds wrong, but Lord There's... of the Rings is full of songs. Yeah. Almost every chapter or every couple of chapters, someone is singing, at least we're supposed to be singing. You're just reading it. I have to admit that I only ever read the songs once. I read them the first time I read The, the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, I read all the songs. And anytime I subsequently reread it, I just skipped over them because I, I get it. It's a song. I don't need to hear it all again. It's a lot of a lot of stuff to read about nothing. Yeah. I wonder how many bands have like recorded those songs. Led Zeppelin. One. Really? No, but they, they do reference um they do make quite a few references to Lord of the Rings stuff in oh, their neat. songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out as one of the questions of the of the week. Okay. Um what was your uh, morning TV routine? Did you have like a like a show like a JP Patches or a Frisky Frolics or you know Hannigan that you that you watched? Like yeah. what regionally to you? Yeah, I'd like to was hear that. the show that you uh, you watched? Yeah. And what, were, what were they like? Because those days are done, and that's too bad. I think. Uh, no, now you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, but it's but in a way you kind of lose that individual yeah. part of the you know each city has it had its own sort of character you know well, to, go was, and, to go and be the 
the at the front of the parade, you know, for whatever. The, right. When I was thirteen, I was um, opened car carpet stores and. I didn't open a carpet store when I was. No, there. no, but I'm talking about uh, like two patches, you know. I'm just telling you, I never opened a carpet store. I don't believe you. I did uh, work as a security guard, unpaid, uh, at a carpet store. Huh? Um, because my friend Alan was working there as a security guard, so I hung out with them, and they said, "Well, if you work as a security guard too. We're not going to pay you, but you can hang out." It's like, okay. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So I'd like help them out. <laughs> um, but I used to uh, work on a, a, a one of the last kind of live kid shows that we had here, which was a show called Switchback. Yes. And we would have to fill 90 minutes on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And, yeah, there was a lot of filler. But, yeah, we also had cartoons. We mm. did do cartoons. We did rock videos, all the filler material that we that we could. We were right across from Good Rock and Tonight, which was the local, like, video yeah. show. Yeah, I guess that was a national show now. I'm thinking about it. But so we got a lot of videos and was like, okay, let's put that on. And then, of course, you know, uh, midway through the video, you go, this isn't appropriate at all. <laughs> that Doug and the Slugs song, Making It Work. About the guy who can't get an erection, maybe uh, shouldn't be on this kid show. <laughs> and uh, but does Billy Joel's Allentown have like uh, guys showering? You're seeing a lot of ass. Well, maybe that. Let's make a note of that for later too. But uh, but yeah, we'd have to do all the filler, 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 filler <laughs> stuff. But yeah, we'd have like um, local improvisers like Colin Mockery and whatever on the on the show, and I try to write parts for myself. But yeah, it was. I guess I can sort of relate to that kind of live performance. I don't know why it had to be live. Yeah. Except that we took phone calls. It was kind of dangerous now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so anyway, at work the other day, <laughs> I was talking to one of the guys at work. Yeah. And I just brought up, I brought up a thing about, um, it's happened a little while ago. Lisa and I were talking and she's like, she just mentioned offhand. She's like, oh, because I don't know if you noticed that woman, she was staring at you a whole bunch during the whatever we're at and i said oh i said of course i didn't notice that i said no of course you know you know me i don't notice that she goes she said yeah i know i'm lucky and i said like you don't have to worry about that you know but also i guess you are but at the same time it's kind of sad for me that i cannot i have no value to in my own mind that anyone else would value me hmm. you know what i mean okay like that's how i approach it you know like no woman would be interested in me, so I don't think of that as a as a possibility. Can I offer you a counter to that? Sure. Okay. My counter to that is uh, you you got involved with uh, your wife back before she was your wife. Yes, which is I probably did. Probably for the best because yes, she did. was your wife back then. She was very patient. Uh, how, how, with how old me. How old were you when you uh, guys started dating? I think I was twenty. About twenty. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and so. You never really got into the dating dating scene where you would have had to have developed that skill yeah, you're right. of picking up on yeah, things, right. right? So yeah. if you don't develop the skill of picking up on signals, why then you're not going to pick up on signals later on because that's, that's not something that you that you do. You can't hear that tone. Yeah, you know, there's no, you know. But this is even before, like even before I met Lisa, of course. But right. I mean, but, you, just, but it's then, just my own. Then you're a dumb kid who's like a teenager, <laughs> right? You're a dummy, right? You're a dumb dumb. Like the signals that uh, like a teenager gives you, yeah, uh, are are wild and crazy and over the top and wrong. And you know, I I I went out with a couple of people in college. And I'm trying to think of like how they told me that they liked me. And aside from one person who just directly told me, I don't know what's going on. Or like someone would like be <laughs> that'd be helpful. Someone would be flirting. It would make no sense. Or you flirt with them and it makes no sense. It's just yeah. a hot goddamn mess. Then I think like in your 20s, you sort of if you are dating on a regular basis, you will 
learn to pick up signals because you have to. It's a survival thing. Yeah. But because you never develop that skill, you don't have that skill. And it's not. It's not. I mean, you could think to yourself now that you don't have self self worth. But I think I think that's more likely that you just don't have that skill set you mm. can't hear those sounds you're colorblind to it yeah because you never needed to do it because you were already in love with somebody so you're fine that's true yeah that's true but uh, i was talking to a guy at work about this and uh i told him that and he's like oh that's so funny because i just think that every woman i meet wants to go to bed with me every single woman okay it never works out that way but that's how i feel and i was like wow i said what's well, what's worse than me because mm-hmm. that's just a lifetime of disappointment <laughs> He goes, yeah, it's terrible. Like every day you're like, oh, that didn't work. But then you th- the next day you wake up and you're like, oh boy, another day and all those women out there who want to go to sleep with me. It's really strange. I can't even imagine thinking that way. Is this person a single person? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's rough then. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to feel that way if you're with someone and you're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's this uh, strong fantasy life that you've got floating around. Sure, sure. But if you actually believe it, Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's just strange to me. Well, the other problem with that... And I wasn't is, joking. No, I know, I know. And the problem with that is you can never really get any joy out of that because, like, you never get the surprise of someone who is attracted to you. Because yeah. you assume that they were anyway. Yeah, that's So you've right. already just set yourself this up is, on a losing yeah. path. This is just like, to be expected. Yeah. And so, and so it's... Yeah. Your best case scenario is what you already expected. Yeah. Bleh. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, I hope McDonald's has French fries today. <laughs> You know, yeah, they have French fries every fucking day. But then if they don't have French fries, yeah. which they won't because, you know, you went yeah. to a place that wasn't a McDonald's, you idiot, uh, you're going to be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. I had a thing. Here's, here's just a weird little thing that happened in the last couple of days is I've been, I've been swimming a lot. Right? Yeah. I've been swimming pretty regularly. Sure. Now, I'm swimming um, in a time period where... There's extended days to the uh, swimming. Like normally, it would they would have stopped like on Labor Day, but they've extended to like the fifteenth. Okay, when we're recording this. We're in we're in the middle of this. Yeah, but most people don't know that. So when I'm swimming, I'm swimming with the hardcore swim nerds. Yeah, who uh, go there. And just like do power laps or, you know, they just like go no matter what or yeah. what have you. And so when you go with the regulars, there's nothing. There's nothing going on. It's just you just swim around and you swim. When you're with the hardcores, yeah. um, they want to talk to you. They'll yeah. talk to you because we're all the same. Okay. We're all the same. Yeah. And, uh, and, and at some points, it's like these women who are there uh, who just start talking to you and want to have a conversation. And I'm like, I don't feel good about that i don't want to this feels weird because it does kind of veer sometimes into where like you know and and one asked me like yesterday so uh you swim around here often like well this sounds like (laughs) well no you can't say anything and go madam i'm married and i just want to swim a few laps um you know because i want to be a friendly person yeah yeah just like oh i feel weird and you can't how do I, when, at what point do I bring up my wife? Like, oh, and then she's probably not even doing that. But she did say, do you swim around here often? Well, that's clearly something, isn't it? Well, now I'm being an idiot. I don't know. Oh, this feels weird. So I need, don't want to talk to you. You need my brain, right? That wouldn't even occur to me. Oh, geez. I just, I just <laughs> want to swim. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be having a conversation. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's. It's funny, it's but you know what's weird. happened? You know what's happened? No. You've become a regular. I know. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like being a regular anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's when I usually stop going. This was one of the reasons, like, uh, actually, like, I, I say this happened yesterday. It actually happened two days ago. Okay. Um, yesterday, I went what to a, a liar. pool. What a liar. Yesterday, I went to a pool I never go to. Okay. Uh, just kind of because of that, I was like, I just need to go somewhere different. Sure. So I went to this place called Kitt's Pool here yeah. in Vancouver. Yeah. That's it's an outdoor pool. That's beyond Olympic size. Yeah. It's an insanely long pool. Yeah. And uh, when I started swimming at the beginning of this summer... I was like, you know, do a regular lap and then like, oh boy, oh, I just got to, give me a second, I'm going to, got to just, uh, oh boy. Um, but this is like crazy, crazy, crazy long. Basically yeah. you do, you do 12, like as in like back and forth, you know, yeah. so you do six laps yeah. and it's a mile, it's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. Uh, and so like I started on this swim and about a third of the way through, uh i'm just like oh dear this feels like this will go on forever yeah this is chilling do i have an option of how to get out of this if i well there's lots of people next to me swimming how will i swim in front of them oh no oh dear and so yeah it was like a, a little bit of a panic attack but it was fine just just keep swimming as as dora says keep swimming keep swimming and i sw- and i swam and then uh, by the end of it, I was actually able to do these enormous laps with like very okay. little problem, which yeah. felt weird. That it was like, why was that so difficult the first time? Yeah. And then like, is it just a psychological thing of like yeah. now you go like, oh no, I know I can do it, so I can do it. Sure. Weird. It yeah, but it was uh, it was quite nice. But then as I'm like getting out of the pool, there's a, an older woman who's like uh, sitting in a, a chair, and she like gives me the thumbs up, and I'm like. <laughs> the thumbs up like am i supposed to talk to you now like what's 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 up is this he can just smile and walk no i did i I was i was i was friendendly about it but i was just like it was like clear as you wanted to like talk or something like no no i'm here madam madam i am here for exercise i'm not here for socializing Uh, i said good day madam that's the wonderful thing about the gym is that you can put on headphones and no yeah. one can bother you. Yeah. And again, I'm I again I'm probably misreading certain things, but I, you know, what have you. You're as bad as the person I I know at work. Yes. It's like everyone's chasing me. Everyone here. wants to have a conversation with me. Everyone's well, chasing me at this no. pool. Yeah. And really, I little... really they're just following you because you're in front. Well, because you you know, they're gonna they're gonna lap you soon. Yes. <laughs> that is my big that is my big problem with like doing laps and uh is like I, you got the slow lane, the medium lane, and the yeah. fast lane. Yeah. And even the slow lane, I feel like so self conscious of like, is someone behind me? Is someone in front of me? Yeah. Ugh, I just hate this. I just, sure. I try to go into like an area where I can just like freestyle it and okay. just, just do my own thing. And that's mm. the nice thing about the kits one is there's so much space that yeah, you can yeah. just like, eh, we're all on our own. It's good. It's nice. Are you afraid of people like, like, you know, feeling like you're in the way or? Here's what it comes down to. It's again, it's a childhood thing of um, I'm scared of a clown in the water. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's a child. It's a childhood thing where I used to swim and I guess we raced, okay. and I was always like the last, and mm. people would like be really mean to yeah. me. And there was like, I remember there was one one time where I was told, and I misunderstood, yeah, that this race doesn't matter. You don't have to win it. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. all fine. So I swam slow, mm. and everyone started booing me. Because huh. I was like not swimming fast enough. You know what that was? What's that? A lapse in judgment. I'm just gonna sip some water. Please do. I hope you don't choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was my trauma that I was uh, sharing with you. But that's that's all well and good. Um, but no, I'm 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 scared of being like slow. Yeah, and that yeah. Kind of stuff. No, I can and, feel it. Yeah. I mean, part of who we are is self conscious. Is sort of super super sensitive. Like when you're sensitive, you're not just 
you're not sensitive to yourself. You're sensitive to other people, you know, and you're worried about other people and you're, you're like, oh, I don't want to get in their way or yeah. be a drag. And, you know, oh, we are is, hyper aware. This yeah. is the weird thing where you're saying like, you're not picking up flirting signals because we are both hyper aware of like signals. People are like putting out yeah, there. Just and negative that's ones. Like, that's, that's the thing. We had a conversation about a friend <laughs> earlier. And we we're just like, is that person mad at me? I don't know. I think they're mad at me. I think they're mad at me. Yeah, and of yeah. course the other people who are with us went like, they're not clearly yeah. they're not. That's dumb. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, I know. Oh, I that's know. me all the time. I, 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 yeah. I think I mentioned the show before, but if, yeah, if someone doesn't call me for a little while, if I don't hear from someone for a while, I'm just absolutely certain they're mad at me. Yeah. And that, and I'm like, oh, how can I have to call them and then make sure everything's okay? But that's really awkward. <laughs> yeah. If someone responds uh, to a text or an email or whatever of mine with like, okay. Yeah. Like, oh boy, that's not good. <laughs> oh, it's not okay. It's yeah. No, nothing's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Eve always responds with a thumbs up. That makes me happy. Yeah, thumbs up is fine. Thumbs up is, oh, that's good. That's I've tried good. to stop responding with uh, okay and just like, cool, swell. Yeah, yeah. Aces, nice. I always say sounds good. Yeah. That's my, sounds Tops. good. There we go. Um, I'm going to shift over to our uh, letters. Uh, I'm going to uh, read people's letters who I think like hate us. We had, one, <laughs> we, had, we had one person who did tell us that they've stopped listening to our show because we didn't respond to something on the on the air and uh sorry about that if you are listening still uh thanks for still listening if uh, we didn't uh, mean to do any of that uh, stuff yeah and, that's uh, let's just talk about that for a little bit because sure, sure. okay we'll go for it. i do i am conscious of that sometimes when we're doing the show that um a, to- a topic gets brought up and not followed up on and- well that part because we do tend to wander in our minds and it is hard to but but also Sometimes the topic feels like we've talked about it. We don't need to go over it again. And but also sometimes we can be a little flippant mm-hmm. because we're joking around. Right. But we're not trying to be insulting to the to listeners. Yeah. Like, we subject, really do the appreciate that we brought up that, that we're uh, you know just uh, you know whoop uh, with each other. Yeah, it might be more yeah uh, serious with some. Sure. Else. And if you if it feels that way to you, I, w- I always make you can always write a follow up and ask us. To talk about it more or to bring up your own concerns right. because we're willing to talk about it. Also, it's just how that, you feel about things isn't wrong. Like, yeah. you, feel, you feel how you feel and that's, and that's absolutely fine and that's yeah, absolutely that's valid. Yeah, that's true. That too. Uh, we're, I, I, at least myself, I can only speak for me. I can't speak for this guy. Uh, <laughs> but I'm never going to do, uh, oh, get over it. You know, ah, you're overreacting. I will, I'll never, I'll never yeah, do Yeah, I would never feel that way about it's... Uh, yeah, I would like to hear if you have if somebody say something or we've hurt your feelings accidentally because that's obviously not our intention. Let us know, right? Because we don't want to do that to you. And I, and again, I don't mean it in that uh, bullshit apology way that people say. If like when you say something, and then I'm sorry go, I offended you. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you felt that way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. No, no, that's no good. Yeah, that's no good. That is not and has never been an apology. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Well. I'm sorry. Sorry, you're so weak that that hurts you. Um, <laughs> so our questions last week were: uh, What's your fucking problem? Ouch. And who asked you? Oh, those were that was <laughs> those a harsh were, week. That was a harsh week. What are we doing last um, week? <laughs> can you remember a time you were ignored? And the other question was: Is oh. there a place that you uh, ever were a regular? Well, I'm sure I answered the regular question, but is there ever a place I was ignored? Well, I would have to say for a vast <laughs> swath of high school. I felt ignored. Now, sorry about laughing. I was laughing. I was thinking. About uh, yeah, it. no, that's fine. That's fine. I didn't think you're laughing. It's me. No. I was saying, um, I'm quitting the show. No, <laughs> the um, 
And what if we didn't realize you were gone for at least a couple of weeks? <laughs> I would know I'd be ignored. I'm really able to finish these sentences. I like it. It's working out. Um, yeah, I feel like this for like a lot of time at high at high school. I think partly because I was transplanted during a during a a period of of change in school. So I came in in sort of mid grade six. And in grade six of my school, we went, we didn't go to grade seven in elementary school. We went on to the junior high school for a grade seven year. Mm-hmm. We were the only grade sevens there as well. So it was really kind of strange because then other feeder schools came in for grade eight, but we were there a year before because our school was too small to, to house the grade seven. So they were moved up. And so it was this weird kind of transitional time and I just never got my footing. And also I still had... Speaking of feet, I still had one foot in Coquitlam, where I'd come from. I would go on weekends and sleep over with my friends, and I would visit my cousins there and stuff like that, fake and real cousins. So, you know, I had still had a life there. So it was hard to establish a life where I'd moved to. And, you know, and then, of course, junior high school is just a nightmare anyway. Like, it's just the worst, because you're going through puberty, you're going through... Changes of. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a great time. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> well, I gotta say that every day was a joy. I sure wish I'd met you at junior high school because mm-hmm. I read your cartoons. Mm-hmm. I read your cartoons, mm-hmm. and I thought you were really interesting. Mm-hmm. But maybe you weren't quite ready for I that was not either. Ready for being human? Talented. Yeah, that's fine then. We everything worked out just perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just but it's but like saying that. Please take it with a grain of salt. I've told the story before, and I'll just say it one more time. Sure. I was telling, talking to my brother and telling him my feelings about this, that I, how school was felt to me. And he said, and he was like surprised. And he went, really? And I said, yeah. This is my youngest brother. And he went, he said, it's so funny that you feel that way about school. Because I remember going there my first week, and this big kid in grade 10, which is the grade I was in, lifted me up and put my head up into the ceiling of, this, of the school. Like they had one of those kind of loose ceilings, you know, and just yeah. took, picked me up and just bumped me up into there. And someone walking by said, hey, don't do that. That's Dave Dedrick's brother. And the guy put me down and apologized and let, it just, just let me go on my way. So to me, you were like a big shot in school because you had influence over people. And I was like, oh, that's weird because it didn't feel like that at all to me. It felt like I was just this lonely person wandering through school a lot of the time. So it's weird. It's weird your own feelings about what situation you're in. Yeah. They're very rarely real. If uh, if you want to see a video of me being ignored, um, <laughs> we could always put. I can give you the link if you want. Uh, it was uh, I was doing a Calgary um, fan expo, uh, okay. con, and uh... I'm asked to I'm asked to do a panel uh, with uh, Joe DiMaggio. Yep. And Billy played, West. Who played Bender and Billy West played, played Fry. Yeah, uh, both in Futurama. Absolutely. Yeah, They're also Billy West was. Uh, the voice of Stimpy and Ren and Stimpy and many other okay. things. And Joe DiMaggio is the voice of... Um, John, Dima- uh, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio, I apologize. Yeah. Jo- where has he gone, Joe DiMaggio? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's the name of the... Speaking of Dustin What's Hoffman. the name of the dog in Adventure Time? It's uh, Finn the Human and uh, Dog and Finn the Human. They're a couple of guys It's doing things and stuff. Man, and, I don't remember yeah, now. It's Sorry. the dog. Anyway, he's the dog in Adventure Time. Um... And they're both very... He was, he was also on uh, Kim Possible. They're in everything. Yeah. They're in everything. Billy West has just been in absolutely everything. He does a lot of voices, too. He used to be a regular on the Howard Stern show. Mm. Um, but yeah, Futurama was why we were all together, because I wrote the Futurama comic book. Yeah, sure. And so they went, let's put you guys, you on a panel with these guys. 
And uh, so... Um, were you dreading this or were you looking forward to it? No, it's fine. I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I, I, I'm comfortable in front of an audience. I, I did like some other stuff when I was there. I did some some comedy shows and some, cool. some other things. And so it's all, all, all fine and good. Yeah. Um, so, of course, like everyone's questions are to them. Yes, that's obviously the way it's going to be. And occasionally I would like you know, uh, uh, say a joke and it would go, it would go over. All right. I'd have a lot of time to, uh, to, to think of it (laughs) because they would be doing their, their stuff. But yeah, they're friends and they're jamming together. Yeah. But it was like immediately they cliqued into their normal clique. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) at the time I was like, huh, this is interesting. It's interesting. You know, and again, I'm fine with like sitting there and, and just like throwing in like a thing every 15 minutes or what have you. That's, yeah. totally, that's totally okay. Uh, but it, it was just something that I made a note of. of just like, uh, just it wasn't very generous. No, you no. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, and whenever I'm doing a show or something with someone, or even I'm at a dinner yeah. with people, and I see that there's someone who's not kind of participating as much, yeah. I will try to go, okay, let's try and bring that person in. Or if I'm on stage with someone, like I do a show called The Critical Hit Show, and I do it with sometimes people who don't do a lot of improv normally, and it would be, it's an easy thing for them to not kind of take focus. And so I almost always try to turn to them and bring them into the story or bring out stuff. And if if then that storyline kind of takes root and goes i i feel good about that yeah. uh you know i always try to be a generous performer and a generous host and just generally bring other sure. people into it sure so when someone doesn't do that with me actively and i just <laughs> go like huh that's interesting yeah and i think like it's just like you're from you know maybe there's a little bit of something like you're from another era where it was like you know you had to grab your own stage time you had to you had to claim it and that was the only way that you would get seen. And you don't try to bring anyone else in. Jesus Christ, what are you thinking? <laughs> you got to like show, yeah. show, showcase yourself. Got to yeah. make make me shine. Here we go. Show yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I can sort of see how that's from a previous era. Mm. But I feel like I'm from a little bit of uh, – because, you know, someone like Billy West is a little older than me. And it's like maybe I'm from a, a generation where we were more – inclusive and just like okay i'm gonna try and make you look good that's the old improv thing is try to make the other person look good as well and bring the other person up with you and you know don't make it all about you and yeah it's it's interesting when i look at the when i when i when i look at that video i'm just like "Hmm, that's it that is interesting that you're just like don't notice there's someone else here just like just toss toss a little something to like right like one of those like it's easy peasy to do that kind of thing but yeah or you watch now like uh, talk show yeah. and one of those talk shows like um, uh, James Gordon show or Corden show Gordon? D- Cor- James Corbin Corbin yeah. Yeah. yeah and like he's a bunch of people on a couch and like they're never going to let one person who's on the couch like not say nothing yeah. they're going to like try and balance it out and stretch it out and yeah do the thing and like you know do it seems like a basic thing that's a weird thing that that's a kind of a British thing it feels to me yeah There's a, that other show that British yeah. uh, I can't remember the, that I would know the name of if uh Graham Norton. Graham Norton, that's yeah. right, yeah. And that's a very strange, it feels very chaotic to me. Like, is there no rules? <laughs> or is it interviewing everyone at once? But it's, it's, I guess it's, that's how they like it there. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah, that's more of a British thing. Like, it used to be like on the old uh, Carson show, you know, if you were, you would have to stay 
yeah. on, on the couch after your interview was, yeah. was done. But you probably wouldn't chime yeah. in. You'd yeah. just sit quietly yeah. while now it's the focus of this person. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the British one is like, no, everyone... Yeah, Everyone's yeah. talking. We're all here together. It's weird that you just sit quietly over yeah, there. Yeah. So maybe again, they're from it is that odd. era of like you know. Nope, you just be quiet. Hmm. Uh, okay. So uh, once again, or were you a regular anywhere, or were you ignored? I like that I ignored all these letters while we went off on our thing. <laughs> um, Louise. Uh, Hi, Louise. Right, we're gonna go to a party with Louise tomorrow. That's we're gonna nice. party with Louise. Party with Louise. Woo! <laughs> Ain't no party like a Louise party because Louise party is good. Okay. Oh, she's going to talk, I think, about a time being at a party. All right. Um, a time I was ignored. I, I dated a guy once who didn't want to be uh, in an exclusive relationship, which was fine. By the way, yuck. Okay. Um, you've, you've never been in one of those, right? Where it's just like an open relationship? Ooh. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've been, uh, here's the thing. I've been in ones that were, and yeah. I've been in ones that were, that I didn't realize were. Ah. Uh. And was later informed that they were. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. Mm, I can tell you which one was worse. <laughs> uh, okay. Didn't want to be in an exclusive relationship, which was fine. Uh, if we were at the same party, he'd ignore me, I guess, to show that he wasn't taken, which was also fine. Uh, uh, but at this one costume party, I was chatting. By the way, let me just say this. Mm. Um, uh, okay. Uh, when it comes to a relationship. Yes. All right. Uh, 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 and this is not about me and my wife now because things are great. But like, ask me, ask me how my romantic relationship is. Uh, this is going to be me, like in my twenties. Sure. Ask me how, Ian. Oh. How's your relationship going? Hey, Ian. Uh, how's your uh, relationship going? Fine. Oh, ain't nothing worse than fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which was also fine. Mm. Uh, but uh, no, we're not judging you, by the way, on the, on this, Louise. Sorry about that. Uh, this is just uh, going with our own business. But at this one <laughs> costume party, I was chatting with a good-looking dude dressed mm. as Robin Hood or a Tolkien elf or something. And suddenly, <laughs> the guy came up beside me, put his arm around my waist, I guess to show that I was taken. Oh. Later, the guy warned me he's a dog uh, in the player or womanizer sense of the word. I guess he wasn't dressed as a dog. We've established. Yes, he was just he as was, Robin Hood. Unless Man. he was Robin dressed, Hood from the old Disney. The well, Disney that was a version. fox, though. Yeah, he was, was a fox, fox in that. He was a fox. That guy was. Oh. All right. Uh, the hypocrisy amused me, so that was fine yep. too. Oh, there's three fines here. I think three fines and that, and you're out. That's uh, that's uh, that's that's tough. That was fine. By the way, the party we're going to uh, tomorrow will yeah. be for your, for a fellow named Fine. Yeah, ironic. That's fine too. Yeah, it's fine. How thing? How? <laughs> so I do laugh at the word fine. Oh, things are fine. Are they good? They're fine. They're fine. Mm, they're fine. Sure. Things are fine. Now let me uh, say that without my voice going up high. <laughs> Everything's good. No, it's, it's good. good. Yeah, it's great. No, it's good. No, no, I'm uh, happy with how it's... Oh, uh... God, everything's going so well right now. I can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, the last relationship I was in before... Well, how's Pia... Judy? Judy! Oh, she's great. Yeah, the last relationship I was in before Pia... Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a thing, I think, at the six-month mark where the person I was going out with asked me... So it's been six months. Uh, how do you think things are going? And I said, yeah, fine. I remember I said fine. Uh, and it's clearly if someone starts that conversation, yeah. there's more to be said. Yeah. But because I said fine, of course, that plugs the hole and everything's like, <laughs> no, things are fine. <laughs> everything's going well. We were broke up real soon after that. Uh, though not broke up, just like really slowly faded away. And okay. I didn't realize we were breaking up, but we were breaking up. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, should have had a guy just yelling, you're breaking up! You're breaking up! 
Um, Edward uh, Dragansky says... We can't rebuild it. We don't have the technology. Yeah, we say it's not worth the money. <laughs> not to exaggerate. But uh, I'm ignored all the time by almost everyone I know. I'm, wouldn't it be awful if we just like stopped reading this now and moved on to the next thing? Uh, it would be very awful. I'm a bit long-winded, so most everyone gets uh, gets enough of me pretty fast. Oh, that's terrible. I'm not sure uh, I've I'm even truly liked or loved by most. It's more like uh, being kindly tolerated. Uh, again, huh. we don't know we don't know your life, know but you. I'm going to take a real good guess and say I think you're more uh, loved uh, than you uh, realize. Yeah, uh, I was a regular before and after I worked at Lone Star Comics back in the '80s. We had lots of regulars who uh, came in the same time every week to pick up their comics, mostly local customers. Uh, it got to where uh, we knew what they liked or read, so we could uh, hold certain books for them. I got the job there because I was a regular. After I left town to go to college, I'd swing by on Fridays to pick up my comics and if I came in for the weekend. Yeah. I used to work in a comic store as well. The okay. Comic Box in Surrey. It's weird. The local comic... I, I tried the other day to not go to a comic store where I was known. Okay. Because uh, when I go into a comic store now, I do get a, a bunch of conversation, which is, you know, very fine. <laughs> uh, I, I do get a bunch of conversation but sometimes yeah. you just want to go in and just like hmm, just look at stuff, yeah, just look at stuff and, yeah. and i'll get like a lot of stuff where they're asking me oh so what's next for this or what's happening with yeah, this yeah. or what's going on for this oh we're selling a lot of this well you know it's hard to it's hard to complain about any of this yeah yeah it really sounds ungrateful yeah i sound like an asshole um <laughs> but sometimes you're feeling a bit introverted and yeah. you're just like mm, i just want to sure. look at stuff so i went to uh hunt down a comic store in um uh, north vancouver yeah and i went like well the person no one knows me there this yeah it's great so i go up to where it used to be located and it was like oh it's not there oh wait wait i remember it moved moved across the street right so i went and I, I searched there i was like no it's not there huh. and it, it moved a third time because oh, okay. uh, and so i found that place and went in and they went hey in how's pia yeah <laughs> so what's new what's going on with all those things oh it's, boy, it's funny when, when i read ed's uh, letter yeah the first time I had forgotten the regular question. And so I was like trying to like work it in my mind into this, into the ignored thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, what's the, and I got to the end, I was like, what? where's the payoff? Where's the ignored stuff? And then went, oh yeah, the regular question. Yeah. Hmm. Lone Star Comics. Lone Star Comics. Do you remember hearing about Lone Star Comics way back in the day? Remember Buddy I remember, Saunders? I remember ads for it. Okay. Yeah. Why? What's Buddy Saunders? Well, but I just remember him like getting really upset about like the Mike Kazala critters thing or, or captain jack thing where i remember he like in the middle of this run of like this kind of had some nudity in there yeah like this family friendly kind of yeah, funny little, animal comic uh, sexy sex and buddy saunders was very against like the kind of the kind of turn towards the kind of violence and stuff with the frank millers and the ellen moores yeah. and stuff like that there was a lot of controversy at the time and i remember him writing like things in the comics journal about like defending his position which i thought was pretty brave of him to not you know not just to be like a you know some sort of like tyrant at home, but be afraid to like stand up for his, you know, or give reasons for why he did what he did, you know. And I mean, I mean, he's right in the sense that he has it was his purview what he wanted to to sell in his stores. Like no one sure. could make him sell what they wanted him them to, him to sell. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, was he, this a, was this after Black Kiss and that kind of thing? 
it might have been it's hard for me to remember exactly howard like, chaykin uh, released a book called black kiss that yeah. uh kind of endangered well i mean but it's it was released in a black bag though wasn't it not originally oh okay uh but like yeah there was like complaints and then the police were like going to shut down stores and in canada we were really worried like at the yeah, store yeah. i was at yeah. like you know you can't have it for sale in the window you gotta have it by the counter they gotta ask you for it or this that and the other thing and it crazy was, yeah and no then, one knew the internet was coming no that's the problem. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Mike Casley, that's how you pronounce his name? Kazala. Kazala. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I used to be a big fan of uh, Captain Jack and the. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed stuff it. Well. He did. And then uh, later on, he would work for Bongo Comics and I'd write some stuff that he drew and it was like really cool. thrilling. That's great. Uh, when when you got him to draw some Futurama aliens, it was always like great. Just let him go nuts and it would always be fantastic. <laughs> uh, Lisa, I think you know her. Uh, I do know her. There you go. Uh, a time I've been ignored, I'd say most of the time. In a group conversation situation, if I uh, talk, I typically am ignored or talked over. Uh, I like to think it's because I have a naturally quiet voice, which is far better, uh, uh, which is a far better thought uh, than it being because I have nothing interesting to say. Uh, LOL. Uh, <laughs> place I was a regular at. Can uh, I just, before she says that, can I yeah. just say that my wife is incredibly interesting? Yes, agreed. She has lots to say. So it's unfortunate that she feels uh, over overrun. But it is true. Like, if you're in a conversation in a in a noisy kind of situation, you do kind of have to fight for your corner. You know, like, you, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it, you do get kind of lost in the shuffle. So, sorry, dear. We'll try and make sure that doesn't happen tomorrow. Yes. Uh, place I was a regular at. There was a nightclub in Vancouver in the corner of Drake and Seymour called Love Affair. Uh, oh, how I love that place. It's true. And still uh, miss it so. I also miss also uh, my hearing, which disappeared <laughs> due to their great sound system. The price of good entertainment, I guess. Yeah, I remember Love Affair. That was a... Yeah, I never went there. But uh, when Lisa and I, I started... Go- pretty regular. Yeah. When Lisa and I started going out, she would go with her friends down to Love Affair. Uh, and I just wouldn't go because I had no Did you interest. not like the music or did you not like the atmosphere? Or did you not like the uh, fog that would uh, be released and it would dry out your contact lenses like it would me and I'd like wander around blind until I could like get the water and throw it in my face? Well, in my mind, I did work graveyard shifts. So that was part of the reason why I didn't go. But that's probably not entirely true. I just wasn't that interested in that kind of stuff. So yeah. I was perfectly fine. I was perfectly happy for her to go because she had uh, like a group of friends that she'd go with to Love Affair. I remember if that was the club that would have uh, just really obscure like film stuff like on TVs mm. over there while music was playing, and I would be like, I'd be kind of like, or was hip- that Graceland? Uh, there was Graceland as well. Yeah, uh, Graceland was. Yeah, I'm confusing Graceland with uh, Gandhi Dancer, or was just kind of a, a, a gay dance club. Yeah, that I used to go to on the regular with my roommate because uh, like we just wanted to dance, so it was fine. This yeah. actually again. For a bit of an introvert, it was a good situation because, like, if you went with, uh, if you went with a guy, you could dance. No one would bug you because yeah. it looked like you were a couple. Yeah, and you wouldn't have to deal with any nonsense. Okay. Uh, though I sometimes still would meet girls there, which would be like, "This is right. This is <laughs> this is this is going against everything." Uh, but I like the music a lot, so I was okay. there really for the for the dancing. But yeah, maybe it was uh, Graceland. I don't remember going to Graceland that much. Love Affair was was pretty good. I do remember that fog would always dry my eyes the heck out. And uh, and celebrities was also like a club that uh, mm. you know was was it was a gay club but had music because again it feels like 
back then there was there was like the the gay clubs that were like but it was welcoming to kind of everybody sure. as long as you're not you know being a jerk yeah yeah and then if you went like up davy then you'd get the hardcore clubs mm. and then it was like you know what you know maybe you shouldn't be here this isn't for you <laughs> this is you know there's people trying to take care of business here yeah and you're getting in the way <laughs> uh, so you stay away from numbers you stay away from what have you but yeah, yeah if you're here for dancing you're here for dancing hmm. but i liked hmm. i like dancing back in the i never never could do it i was too self-conscious there's always a me floating slightly above me, looking at me, thinking, you idiot. What a fool. Would you ever go to a high school dance? Uh, I did in high school. I didn't in junior high school. I went to one in junior high school, but I just watched the band play. Then I left. I watched them by myself. Yeah. Then I left by myself. Um, but I did go to one's in grade 12, because I decided that I should do that. I think I was, I was embarrassed to dance as well, but... It was uh, the it was overcome by wanting to be around girls. Mm. So because the girls wanted to dance, okay, then I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get past this yeah. because that's the only way to meet with girls, and uh, I wanted to meet with girls. Someone should have told me that. I'm gonna help. But anyway, no, yeah. I did go to I did go to dances and I did dance, but uh, yeah, it was not really my thing. That's fair. Not my thing. No, that is okay. My thing is my bedroom at night. Reading a book. Ah, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> there you go. Again, introvert, extrovert. Do you have a, a second question for uh, for our listeners? Do I have a second question? What's the first question? Uh, local. Yeah. Who's a lo- what was your morning routine? Like, mm. did you watch? Uh, who who did you watch on on television in the morning? If you watched anyone on television in the morning. Okay. Well, let's let's kind of fill. Let's kind of put it into what I was talking about earlier as well. Sure. Did you have? an agreement with your parents, a kind of, how would I say it? Like a kind of a tit for tat. Like if you did this, then you could get that for, do you know what I mean? Okay. A little bit, a little bit clearer. Is that too, is that too unclear? Did you have, are you talking about in the morning or for anything? Anytime, right? any, anything at all. Like if for me, you, it was if my. If you did something, yeah. then you could get something. Yeah. So for me, if for instance. If you mowed the lawn, we'd let you. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You could do this. Okay. Did you have like some sort of arrangement like that? Like say if you did this, you could borrow the car. Or if you did da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just was away so much. Okay. Uh, if I did this, then I could do that. I mean, mine was, mine was from when I was very young too. So to me, it just, it was my. It was my way of like trying to like propitiate the gods, you know, like if I set out the plates for breakfast yeah, and they woke up in the morning and everything was ready for them to sit and eat, then they would be happy with me and they wouldn't get upset that I wasn't eating with them. Yeah. I mean, I'd have chores. I'd do dishes. I'd do things like that. Uh, but I, chores are different. Like I wasn't asked to do this. I just <laughs> I did it in some sort of weird unspoken, just uh, leave me downstairs. Right. I think like I I really liked sweets, so I could if I baked cake, I could have a lot of cake. Oh really? As long as they got uh, they got a bit of that cake action, that was a, that was a thing. Okay. For the most part, though, I would not want to be at home. I would okay. mostly uh, take off and just uh, try go downtown. Mm. Um, oddly enough, they would be fine with like inviting girls over overnight like that was that was weird and we could have the basement that's strange yeah that, that just odd. doesn't seem like a that's that's a weird thing that i'm remembering i mean i guess that's okay but like it's odd yeah right yeah like and that i didn't mind like that but i was like well my parents are upstairs well this is yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I can't really think of one, but I like what I like where you're going with this. Did okay. you have an agreement, uh, tit for tat, uh, you know, quid yeah. pro quo? Yeah, something like that. It could be like I say, an unspoken agreement that I had with my parents. They didn't yeah. realize or assumption you're making or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what was your morning routine? Uh, did you have any like uh, odd mascots or TV shows uh, locally? And yes, what uh, did you have any agreements with your uh, with your parents? I'll try and think of a better way to frame that question. That's all right. No, very well framed. Well done. Uh, how do you get in contact with us? Well, let me tell you. Uh, you go to please our, do. You, you go to our website, which is sneakydragon.com, and uh, you look up the episodes that uh, you're listening to, and underneath each episode. Well, we got a message board. Put oh. something there. Couldn't be simpler. If you want to go to Facebook, uh, go to Sneaky Dragon on Facebook and leave us a message there. Uh, if you want to email, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. It'll go to both David and me. One of us will respond. And then uh, we'll get an email back with our response because that's the way my dumb email works. It's strange. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, that'll be fine. Uh, go to Twitter uh, at sneaky underscore dragon or Tumblr sneakydragon.tumblr.com. I don't think we've ever gotten a message on Tumblr in our lives. We've been saying this for like seven years. No one's ever used Tumblr, but maybe uh, they will days. now. Now that the porn's off it, maybe uh, maybe people will go there. Hmm. Now that the porn's off it, no one's going there. Bum bum. Um, anything more this uh, episode? You got to go home. You're sleepy. You're a sleepy pretty, guy. And you got to get sleepy. up very soon. I had one more thing I wanted to mention. Okay, go for it. But I don't know if I should. This is kind of private in a way. I'm going to mention it anyway. Because okay. it's, kind of, it's kind of, I don't know if I should mention it at the end of the show. But anyway. Okay. Um, I'll tell you a little secret. My daughter Eve, she's drinking alcohol. It's really, really weird to me. It just feels like it's the most grown up thing that my, my kids have ever done. Okay. Like Mary, I don't think Mary drinks. Mary is older than Eve. Mary is older than Eve, but I don't think Mary drinks. Okay. So it just feels weird to me that my daughter's getting drunk. <laughs> this is strange. I don't know if I can deal with it. Oh, all right. Lisa's having a. Lisa's okay with it. I'm. For me, it's a little different. Does Lisa drink, or is that no. too private to ask? No, no. Lisa. Uh, Lisa did drink when she was younger, but she doesn't drink now. Okay. By the time I met Lisa, she had stopped drinking. Uh, she'd gone through like a drinking phase, and then she decided it was a waste of money. But, yeah, Eve is, uh, and apparently when Eve is uh, drinking, she gets very bossy. Okay. This is according to Mary. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, I remember when the girls were younger, telling them that if they drank, they, but they should just not bother coming home. I was joking, of course, when I said this. But now that it's come to pass, they just shouldn't bother coming home. No, uh, now that it's come to pass, it's very difficult for me because I have never really drank. I have no daughter. I have no daughter. I've never drank, right? Yeah. So... It's weird to me, like I, you know. Not, but I, your reasons for not drinking are uh, you've mentioned on the show mm-hmm. are kind of based on uh, other people in your life that you've seen drinking and they were a bad example. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you, they have grown up not seeing drinking, yeah. so they have no negative example of yeah, drinking. I guess that's it. Yeah. So yeah. why not? Truly, you're right. I mean, there's nothing I can say about it. I mean, my worry about my other worry about it is, of course, is that, that Dedrick's have alcoholism in their history mm-hmm. uh their recent history and i'm afraid of that that's something that can be passed on genetically you know that that it's not just something that happens to a person unrelated to like part how their body metabolizes alcohol okay. and stuff like that right so is that something you've ever brought up with say uh your doctor or some such like asking about that no no because that might be a question 
that yeah. might be a question to ask a medical professional. Is just like, is this a thing? Like, uh, do we gen- are we more genetically, you know, set to, uh, to you know be vulnerable to this, or is it an emotional thing? Is it you know nature? It can be, yeah. Nature? I mean, it can be lots of different, but it, there definitely is like a genetic component to alcoholism, I believe for sure. But yeah, it's uh, so. Those are you know concerns that I have, but right. But Eve is such a smart person, like such a clever, like together person in so many ways. I mean, she's still young, so you know, when I say together, I maybe I should say together-ish. Right. But And that is one thing, is like your brain is still developing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the young age. So you wanna like we had this talk with uh we had this talk with my niece and nephew, because, uh, you know, he goes to drinking parties and it's unfortunate that it's the uh, cool parents who are like, I'd rather they drink under uh, the roof yeah it's safer than drinking under the roof it's like well it doesn't always have to be drinking like okay fine it feels like you're acquiescing to something that you don't necessarily need to acquiesce to but okay fair enough fair enough fair enough but yeah we got into like just talking to them just about biologically how your brain is still developing until your early 20s and so you know if you do something like this it can uh, kind of mess you up physically yeah, so just like sure. heads up on that and then we we uh at least you know we passed on like here's something to do at a party because you don't want to be the guy without a drink and i get that yeah what you want to do is you want to nurse your drink for the night and here's how you do it and we just showed him like what uh, what pia was told um by a, a friend of ours uh when she was doing cons which is socially you want to have a drink with you because if you don't have a drink it's odd yeah so if you have a drink you carry your drink you lightly sip from the drink maybe but you don't drink your drink you're gonna like want to drink it like it's soda pop you don't drink it you just keep it in your hand it's a prop that's all it is okay this is your ticket for walking around and looking normal and so we were like showing him this and it's like this is what you do then as the night goes on guess what you're the sober guy you're the sharp guy everyone else is getting sloppy and like a dope and you're the guy who's like on top of it so they're saying dumb shit you're sound and smart you've still got a glass they don't know you haven't been drinking it this whole damn time and you know should it come down to it toss them in the sink get another refill looks like yeah he had a second drink it's fine and you just like keep it with you yeah you're fine so we were like showing like this is if you're just doing it for the peer pressure social thing yeah here's how you here's how you do it but mm. then we also were like breaking down protect your brain because <laughs> this is just a biological thing you've got stuff you want to do with your brain yeah, this is really recent for eve like as far as i know and i'm, I'm not going to say that there's no secrets but having talked to her about it you know about drinking and her being at parties where drinking was happening yeah that she wasn't drinking like in her teens so it's just something that she started doing more recently with her friends with her new friend group yeah and that's like i say it's fine i guess it's just something i'll have to deal with yeah deal with it dad i did get I, over yourself i did a little bit of drinking like in later in college but i was very late to to it and mm. it never really took yeah it was never something that i that i did that i did and i haven't yeah, it just never, it never really kind of, kind of uh, took with me. It was mm. never, never the, the bigger thing. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I like it. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes I'm out with friends, and you know, that's that's okay. I had a thing like earlier this year where, you know, again we had our uh, a little bit of a health scare, and uh, I drank very heavily that night that we got that news, which again uh, turned out to be nothing, but. Because I drank so heavily, it uh, frightened me, you know, uh. and it frightened uh, Pia as well. Uh, and and it really radically kind of turned me off it for an extended period huh. of time. Huh. Yeah, I was like, 
drinking very, very large amounts of gin, like uh, big glasses of gin, because what I wanted to do was just not be, um, I wanted to be somewhere else. Okay. I just wanted to change how my brain was working because I couldn't stand the thoughts that I was having. And so I, I did that. And then I got very, very sick that night. And to, to the point where I had to like get rid of the rest of the gin like the next day. Yeah. Because it was just like, I can't even have this around. It's just making me feel ill. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I, I, so I haven't, uh, I haven't really, really drank much since, since then. Hmm. Yeah. If, if we have a party, I might have like, you know, a glass or yeah. two of something, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I have any tomorrow. We'll see how <laughs> things go. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. I would I would I would not be that worried myself again. Just no, no, I'm yeah. Again, because of the nature nurture thing, you know, <laughs> has, have not she has not had an example of someone who uses alcohol for I think the wrong reasons or in the wrong way. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see, and we'll keep telling you about it every week. <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> I feel like I've kind of uh, I've kind of. I don't know what the word is, but you know, like broke her confidence, whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I just, it's more about me than about her. Like I, I think that she's. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'll I'll give you that. And I see what you're, I see what you're saying, but you're not telling a huge secret. No, 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 no. That somebody in their twenties has started to drink. Yes. No, that's true. You know, that's, that's, that's fine. And and as you say, this is really about how you feel about it. But you know, it really speaks to her character. Oh, well, there we go. (laughs) So, uh, this has been the, uh, end of the show shaming. (laughs) I'm joking, of yeah, course. Yeah, my, my cat just came in to oh. just go knock it off. Yeah, just right. Quit it, Dave. Quit shaving your dog. You know, something I something I heard like on a, mm. an episode of Real People when yeah. I was a young man yeah. Yeah. was, uh, you know what? If drugs are so cool, why do they call it dope? Oh. And it really made you think. really made you think, who fucking wrote this? <laughs> who who wrote this bullshit? <laughs> and, uh, and there you go. And that's why Real People isn't on the air anymore. This goes to you and your th- and your thoughts. Okay. So uh, after this, Dave and I are going to go. Uh, we're going to go clubbing. <laughs> we're going to go dance all night. Yes. We're going to do a little drinking. I'm going to I'm going to peer pressure Dave into uh, you know just doing some shots. Allergic. And uh, we'll get back to you next week on how that all went. I was going to say I'm allergic to peer pressure. I am impervious to peer. No, I shouldn't say I'm not impervious, but it doesn't work on me very well. <laughs> it doesn't work on me too well. All right. Let me peer pressure you into getting some sleep tonight. Yes. Got work sleep tomorrow. would be nice. I got to work. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I've been Ian Boothby. And I've been David Edwards. And this has been Sneaky Dragon. We almost had a drinking segment on this show where we're going to like make the Sneaky Dragon drink. Probably do that next time. We also have uh, just a, a cooking segment. We're going to be putting that up uh, very shortly. And uh, it will to show you how to make uh, a dish that we've mentioned on this show many, many times. So more on that later. Bye. <laughs> Start. Okay. All right. Suck it to me.